Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to Big Thing Dimension with Dan and Bob Video Games. Hey, Bob, you ready? I'm ready. Chris Wolfhart. Where's everyone going, Capcom Cup? And Dr. Agro. Yes, I'll have the Yabba Dabba Double Downer. Here on Gigaboots. It feels like that, too. It does feel like the food did a stealth kill on your body. Uh, let me do a roll call real quick. Who, who all played, who all played the double down? Oh, no. Me. Uh, I also got a double down, Bob. I also got a double down. Aggro, did you double down? I, I took a war games on this one, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't blame you. They closed our KFC in town, so people were in disbelief when I told them, yeah, me and Bob traveled like 18 or 20 miles to go to double down. <laughs> yeah. Look, it's important. I passed it up the first time. Mm -hmm. I can't. Opportunity only comes twice in a lifetime. So I gotta, <laughs> you know. I ate the double down. Bob also what ate a, a double down sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the weirdest. I'm sorry, sandwich is the wrong word. Wad. What a vile wad. <laughs> yeah, because that's what it is. It's just a mass. Yeah, it, 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 it's Look, not it, a fucking sandwich, and at no point does it feel like one. You, you could call it a sandwich because you hold between two sheets of paper. <laughs> I mean, did, th there did is you, writing on the outside. Did you eat the sandwich? <laughs> no. Did you eat the paper? I did not eat the paper okay, this time. Just, just, just checking. Just checking. There was a chasm indifference visually... And I presume texture, I, I don't actually know, between mine and Bob's sandwich. So I have to ask you, Chris, was yours melted goo on the inside by the time it got to you? Or were there solid slices of what appears to be white American cheese? No, it was all goo. It's all, it's, it was goo. They gave mine to me, like, the, you could <laughs> tell they very lightly fried the chicken because it wasn't a deep brown like Bob's was. And, uh... The, the cheese slices were still just there and sticking out over the edges, mm -hmm. you know, really not melted at all. And I'm like, man, this is a really different thing. Uh, it is still, you know, as Chris just said, it's like you're eating a wad of a bunch of meat and cheese that was on your plate as a part of some other dish where you psychotically put aside the pasta or whatever else was there to just eat this part. It's like if you were a child scraped off the entire top layer of lasagna and just ate that none of the noodles you know like i saw that picture bob posted of his and <laughs> i've got to say for years i i did not understand the revulsion the double down i'm like what it's two pieces of breaded chicken some bacon and cheese yeah that's objectively good what is wrong with you people i did not <laughs> encompass Really, I, I didn't accept that, oh, this is that from a KFC. Right. So it's this wet, soppy mess <laughs> in a wrapper. Yeah, it's it's vile. Yeah. Like, the, like you I could mean, make this is the that at home, and it would be good. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> this is the second time I've ever eaten it, because I ate it when the first time it was there. Mm-hmm. 
and I didn't I made I did not make the mistake of actually attempting <laughs> to eat it this time. Oh yeah. By which I mean I cut a piece off of what I bought <laughs> and ate that. <laughs> That's a good plan. Because <laughs> the first time I was eating it, I was mm. like, I have to sit down. Like, it makes your legs stop working. <laughs> it's like it takes so much energy to digest this mass of grease that, like, your body has to give up other function. <laughs> I need to describe what my night was. Because I don't think anyone, anyone can assume it would have been this comical. <laughs> so... So we get the double down and we eat it in Bob's car because we don't want to eat inside of the restaurant. So we eat inside Bob's car, this double down. And it took them 30 fucking minutes yes! to bring it out. It took 30 minutes what? to get the double down. <laughs> it just took them 30 fucking minutes to bring us the double down. Well, you see, it was like 4.30 p.m. Everyone in Fort Walton Beach wanted a double <laughs> oh, down. They wanted the double down. This was oh, very damn. important to Fort Walton Beach as a society <laughs> at this moment. So this tiny KFC with a gas station, with, 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 a, with a drive-through and like pavement that is not long enough for the demand of double down they're about to receive because luckily we're slightly ahead of it we're slightly ahead of the absolute massive rush um it, it's just cram packed full of cars we wait 30 minutes we finally get the double down i do a weird thing i've never done this before in my life i didn't touch the soda until the food arrived so i finally sipped the soda all the ice is melted by this point because it's just a medium soda and i eat the double down and i go I need to get a refill. I'm going in. I'm going to get that refill. So I get a second cup of Mountain Dew Sweet Lightning. And I fill it. And I, I, I try to use the napkins to wipe up my hands. But it's not good enough. And I'm just, I just give up at some point and go, whatever. We're going we're gonna to leave. We're just going to leave. I'm not going to use their bathroom because whatever. My hands are just going to have that deep grease where it won't come off on anything. But I'll feel it. Mm -hmm. And so we go to GameStop. And, and I make a joke as we're about to enter this GameStop. I'm like, watch, there's going to be a giant line and the double down is going to make me shit my pants at the GameStop. <laughs> we go in. I try to trade in SpongeBob, the cosmic shake coming soon to a discussion on big thing to mention near you. And as I go to trade it in, the guy's like, oh, our machine's down. If you want, you can stick around, for <laughs> stick around for a while and see if it comes back up. So I stick around for five minutes. And he's like, yeah, it's still not coming back up. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll stop by here sometime again soon. Bob and I leave GameStop and I go, Bob, take me to the nearest gas station. <laughs> Then, as I patiently wait in this gas station's bathroom stall, as this person who's in the stall is doing, I don't know what, but it sounds unpleasant. <laughs> I finally get to use the restroom, and I go, I'll pick up some energy drinks for big think dimension, and I'll head out. And you know what? That, that game stops on the way out. We'll head there. I go to buy an energy drink, and there is a line six people long leading up to the counter, which after three minutes of standing line, I realize it's some lady who is trying to use a form of payment that is not working to buy lotto. And it just keeps running it over and over. And I go, okay, we're just, we're just going to put that back. Maybe one last thing will work. I call the GameStop and I'm like, hey, is it working now? 
And I have to imagine what that man thought was I sat in the car outside and just <laughs> waited. Listen, is it working yet? There's not much longer before my car fills with carbon monoxide. Please, I need to not own this SpongeBob game right now. <laughs> Give me the $15. I don't want to see it anymore. He was like, do you want to upgrade to the Power Up Rewards card so that way you get a dollar fifty more. I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. And then he informs me, hey, you've had two pre-orders on our system for three years. And I go, wait, what are they? And he goes, Destruction All-Stars, a game I will remind the audience, never came out on physical. That was supposed to be a launch PS5 game on a Blu-ray disc you could buy from a GameStop. And that just doesn't exist. They Digital only. And then Puyo Puyo Tetris on PS5. Now, I swear to God, I bought Puyo Puyo Tetris on PS5 from that GameStop. So I don't know how I still had $5 on it other right. than someone fucked up while ringing me up. Yeah, which happens. <laughs> but but the usually weirdest... they catch it right. between now and three years <laughs> three ago. Three years ago. <laughs> and so I get them to use those in the trading value of SpongeBob to make No Man's Sky only $10. Impressive. Nice. And that's the night of the double down. I luckily avoided shitting my pants in a GameStop. <laughs> Only barely. Yeah, I mean, you don't, <laughs> you don't come back from something like that. That, that yeah, resets over. the quality of your life. This is the new Forever. baseline. <laughs> uh, worth noting, it really should have said this at the beginning of the whole story. I had been up for 22 hours leading up to this moment. <laughs> So it really was just crazy man smells like a double down <laughs> wants to trade in Spongebob seemingly waited in his car for our system to come back up. Anyway uh, that's it for the double down. I'm done talking about it. It's gross. It's a wad. I think that was the best way to describe that possible. Like those chicken breasts are the worst tasting fried chicken I've had from any restaurant anytime recently. When our Zaxby's first opened, they absolutely murdered their chicken. Like, they, they fucking massacred that chicken. I, 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 I just never confused. had it that bad. Yeah. Maybe my, my double down was even worse. But R it felt Reminder, like his was like several shades of brown darker. It felt like there was just a bunch of fat in it. And it was, it was terrible. Oh, yeah. We didn't, I didn't mention the part where, you know, once again, we're parked eating the double down. <laughs> and like a large utility vehicle that looks like it would take their oil pulls up and Bob and I start joking about all the double downs getting ordered are putting them at critical mass for the oil and if one more person makes a double down it's gonna explode so this vehicle is just pulling up and blocking the entrance while the dive drive through is already insanely backed up I was like this is a fucking this is you would think they were selling something good. The double down's an event. It'll only last two days. <laughs> That's when uh, Spiff and I started talking about, like, I think it was Spiff was like, you know, if enemies of America ever wanted to take us down, all they have to do is launch something that's incredibly unhealthy at a fast food place. I'm like, are you telling me the PRC is going to sponsor some meal at McDonald's like they're fucking uh, th that K-pop group? Mm, the yeah. BTD meal or whatever BTS BTD's us we're gonna sponsor a meal <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna deep fry a Big Mac and tell you to die <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, anyway. What is the BTD meal? It's a McDouble. <laughs> it's a McDouble and you not charging me two seventy for a Coke. <laughs> Just give me a McCrispy and McDouble. That's it. <laughs> well, sir, uh, we here at McDonald's have abandoned all human norms and ethics. We can make that into one sandwich for you. We call it the Land, Sea, and Sad. Do it. <laughs> Great, that's great. Uh, if you'll just sign this paperwork before taking your food, we have a consent release form that you have to sign. Jesus. Um. Anyway, the double down. You're not missing anything. Uh, I thought I was for a good ten years now. <laughs> no, it's vile. It's, yeah, it's, it's grotesque. Yeah. Yeah, it really serves as a reminder. Oh wait, KFC just makes bad fried chicken. Yeah, like that That product should be good at least. Mm-hmm. Like, like it should be fine. It could be kind of greasy and like fast foody, but just ha- two fried chicken breast, bacon and cheese, that, that should be good. Not good for you, but at least delicious. Yeah, I even went in, like we were driving there, I was like, I like fried chicken, this should be fine. It's no. a low carb option. <laughs> yeah. It is that. That is true. At least I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. There's so much breading. It's like, yeah, here's your like, carbs. Maybe they have too much breading or too much, like the cheese is weird. You just, just got to bring your own gordita flat bread. You can tell that they knew this shit was goofy mm-hmm. because at the same time, they're like, here's a version of the sandwich that isn't for vile mongrels, which is. I They had a clever name for it the first time they the double down came out. I forget what they fucking called it. I actually didn't know about this at all. Uh, but now they have it. They have it, it. It has the bacon and the cheese and the special sauce on it. But it's a normal fucking sandwich. <laughs> and it's only one chicken breast. It has like a bun and pickles. Which pickles would certainly fucking help the double down. Yeah, it needs something to cut all that grease. Yeah, see, that's 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 the reason I have a problem with calling it a sandwich. Because that <laughs> implies there's something in between. You get two slices of bacon in between. All right. I I'm not a fan of of cheese on top of fried chicken anyway. So this just just being a giant mass of fat and nothing else, no acidity. Yeah, like that shit needs a tomato slice. Yeah, I I definitely need anything in it. Anything. <laughs> yeah, like maybe if the cheese was a totally different quality of cheese instead of like. The lowest great thing you could imagine. Yeah, as I said, it's white American. <laughs> right? It just straight up is. The weird thing is I didn't have a sauce on mine. I just had melted white American. Oh, there wasn't a weird sauce in there too? I, th- I think what it was probably it? melted into the cheese and you didn't notice. I don't know. My cheese didn't really melt. That's why I'm so like, I don't think I got the sauce at all. <laughs> <laughs> what was the sauce like? Tangy? No. <laughs> It was I, I'm it was mayo based and I don't think it had much else going for okay. it. It's the, sauce the ori- flavored. <laughs> the original sober Ooh. version of the double down was called uh the Dublicious. <laughs> uh, despite having double in the name, it was still just one chicken breast. I don't really know what they were going for with that, but it had the cheese and the bacon and the sauce. I feel like 
I feel like that name Dublicious is like at least five years late for when the Double Down came out. Because wasn't the Double Down around 2012 or 2010? Or was that an 08 thing? I feel like it was around then. Anyway. Uh, I'm good on time. 2010, yeah. Okay. I feel like there's a little, like, you got to get closer to Midnight Club Dub Edition. <laughs> But uh, anyways, I'm good. I'm good on talking about the double down. Bob, did you have any? That's uh, probably enough double down talk. Yeah. It did affect me, and I was I did not <laughs> feel well for the rest of that day, pretty much. Oh, I, let me tell you, I fucking nailed it <laughs> after I used the <laughs> gas, <laughs> gas station bathroom—a thing that tops my list of things I never want to do. Right. Uh, but after that, you know, I went home and finally passed out after being up for over 22 hours. So. Yeah, it's just the system works. Immediately feel bad. Like there isn't an in between stage where I just need to go to the bathroom. I just feel bad. (laughs) In fact, I never go to the bathroom again because it has so much protein. (laughs) Getting this out of me won't help. I've already been scarred. Uh, I guess we need to talk about square pant. Bob, do you? We played SpongeBob SquarePants, the Cosmic Shake. It is for people who don't know a 3D platformer that is new based on SpongeBob. It came out in January. They still haven't patched out pretty bad problems with cutscenes and other things. And the ending is really abrupt. And now that I've covered that, I feel like we can talk about the rest of it. Uh huh. Because the rest of it all matches up pretty well until you hit that ending where the cutscenes stop working right entirely. Yeah, like two worlds from the end, the cutscenes just stop working. Yeah. <laughs> like all the, the audio is constantly getting out of sync. And a lot of them are just end up being silent. It's really messed up. Um, so SpongeBob SquarePants, the cosmic shake, what we've been playing is such a long thing. It's now running off that screen. Anyway. 3D platformer. The interesting thing is per world, it is a different it is different scales of what you think of when you hear a 3D platformer because some of the worlds were just combat rooms. Yeah. Other worlds were less like broad and exploratory and more narrow and hallway-y. Um, it's it's kind of weird like that. I mean, there was a Hollywood level where Bob just has to fight through scripted auto-scrollers at certain moments. Yeah. It was it, a little weird. It, it didn't seem to know what it wanted to be exactly, so it was just a bunch of other things. I kind of I kind of like that in a weird way, mm. but because like, if they had just made a lot of really wide exploratory levels, that could have gotten really old. Yeah. Um. At the same time, though, I don't really enjoy the pirate level and how much that means. I'm just hanging up above a death plane the entire time. Water. Because, you know, SpongeBob dies if he falls into water. Yeah. Yes. Well, this is goop. It's not water. No, that's water. And he will drown (laughs) in that water that is on the floor of the ocean. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was better than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a lot of really good deep cuts to SpongeBob and a lot of horrible, hyper-detailed, grotesque portraits to zoom in on. <laughs> yeah, that was the best part. Which was way more jarring than it is in the cartoon just because it was... In the cartoon, it's 2D animation cutting to 2D images. This is a 3D video game, and it just cuts to this hyper-detailed, almost Ren and Stimpy-like face, and it's like, ugh. 
Yeah, it'd been really good if they could have made like insanely high quality models they cut to. Right. Like that sort of thing. Where like it just... it's made in the Last of Us engine. <laughs> yes. We got Naughty Dog to make SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, that would have been that would have been perfect. Even if it was just a recorded video of that. Mm-hmm. That would have been really good. But yeah, I don't know. It was extra jarring because of that, though. Like, it literally knocked me on my ass if you watch <laughs> the fucking VOD. Uh, it, it was a real struggle to deal with that. Um, but yeah, they, they, they did a really good job of lots and lots and lots of nonstop fan service and lots of really good nods and things and other things. Um, it was a really enjoyable stream. In no world would I say that game is worth $40. It was worth $40 to me in the moment of that stream. Right. Where it's me and Eric knowing these jokes and being like, Bob, this is a funny. And Bob, Bob goes, okay. I believe you. Okay, I believe you. And I'm like, that's the chocolate guy. We showed you that episode, Bob. And he's like, yeah, I, I know that guy. That's, Hilarious. That's I like when he yells chocolate. Oh, he just yelled chocolate. I like that. It was worth $40 for that. I don't know about playing it by myself or playing it outside of that context even slightly. Right. That it would be worth $40 in the least. But it was an enjoyable time with that game, and I'm surprised they did that at that level of quality. Mm -hmm. I'm curious if they're going to do it again. I assume the answer is no. <laughs> I assume it depends on how well this did, and I have no idea how well that was. If only you still worked at GameStop, right? You could be the guy I'm trying to trade this game into. Who no one's buying yeah, stuff I'm, from because they don't carry I'm, games in store anymore. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. I was, yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, Bob wouldn't know now. Nobody goes there. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was really, it was really weird to be like, we don't have that game, but you can pay us to order that game from the <laughs> online store for you. And I'm just like, is this the future of Carver's, sir? Yeah, that's something <laughs> they've been pushing forever. And it's like, this has always been stupid, but now you don't care anything in store. So I guess it's the only I, way. Yeah. I, I feel like every time I stumble into a GameStop, which I did this week because I wanted to buy Yakuza uh, Like a Dragon Ishin, mm -hmm. I'm just like, where are the fucking games? Yeah, it's gotten. I I, I gotten I'm not absurd. going. To, I I'm not going to impulse buy a two hundred dollar fucking demon slayer statue. That ain't happening. I'm pretty sure there's nobody who is going to impulse buy that. Why is there a fucking cart in the middle of this store with those in it? <laughs> Why is there an entire wall of expensive headsets? Because those get the high margins. Yeah, they have high margins. It doesn't matter how few they sell. <laughs> If we sell just one, then it was it was worth it. Uh -huh. this, is a, this is a really minor thing. This, this and it's only semi related to what we're talking to. But I used to work at Home Depot, mm -hmm. and since I since I worked there, they have started filling the center of every aisle with shit. Yeah, and, mm -hmm. and you just know that some fucking money dickhead who has never stepped into a single a real store because he's entirely abstract. Is like, mm -hmm. well, that'll put more that'll put more products in, in, in front of people and they might buy it. And I'm like, I'm buying lumber. <laughs> I now have to navigate this shit around your fucking display of gloves in the middle of the fucking main aisle. Yeah. That, I was it, in it, Lowe's the other day and weirded out that basically every aisle has just here's a standee where you can buy buckets. 
that has always been there, but normally they're like kind of in each corner of the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's really funny. Yeah, but, I, like, it's just all it's this weird state that America specifically is in where it's like every company is reporting record profits yet is on the verge of instant collapse. I saw someone say something and I haven't verified this. I didn't vet this information at all. And, you know, I don't I don't know the good sources to check on this. But allegedly, allegedly, there are laws in Japan that if your company is profitable, you can't fire people. And I'm like, that's an interesting concept. That is so <laughs> radical compared to anything I've ever experienced. That seems like an episode of the Twilight Zone, basically. <laughs> I'm used to record I, profits and then a thousand people get laid off. Right. I think it is more like um, at will employment just does not exist in Japan at all. Right. Which, so which they, yeah, like, you're, I'm, they you're can fire also. you, but it's like, no, you you can't. Like it's it's real fucking hard. Yeah, yeah. I every every time I see Europeans react to mass layoffs in the states, they're just they're flabbergasted. I'm like, what? Aren't you treated like cattle? Right. <laughs> I don't understand. This is what <laughs> this is peak human society over here. I don't know what you got, dude. I'm still yeah, surprised that high school doesn't treat you how to block products on a shelf yet. Yeah. Soon. Oh God! Don't worry, you're in Florida. That'll start pretty soon. But yeah, just, like just today, protesters, labor protesters in France, just knocked the power out from a bunch of Amazon warehouses. Like, no, we're gonna shut down the economy until you reverse these pension changes. Good. <laughs> can uh, we can we elect France as president? Has anyone checked the constitution? <laughs> I think it may have a couple problems with that. <laughs> Just one or two. If we if we find a way to get around those small little quibbles, though, it might be possible. I could argue that, that modern France was born in the United States. Look, we just need to do what France did and elect a guy who married his high school teacher. <laughs> I'm sure that's it. <laughs> Hey, it worked. Actually, it didn't because he sucks now. <laughs> anyway, SpongeBob SquarePants, the cosmic shake. Uh, five, five out of ten. Maybe higher if it didn't fall to fucking pieces for the last hour and a half, two hours, and then end abruptly. Yeah, it's like the, never, the platforming combat, which it makes you do way too much of, never feels good. Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah. That part's not fun. It's really just you're playing it through for the references in the... Hey, you get to explore a 3D version of the SpongeBob world. Right. And it is pretty high fidelity, so it's neat in that way. Um, But yeah, no, the actual playing of it isn't fun. And since it's all the references and things and cutscenes and characters that are... You know, what you get out of it, there's no replay value at all. I beat the game and just went, I'm good. Yeah, they, they have a bunch of side missions that you can go do, but none of them seem like something you'd want to do, and their rewards are very minimal. Yeah. Um, heck, I, I was also surprised by how little you interact with some of the characters, like Sandy Cheeks and, and um, various other characters. Just like They're the boss of a level, and then you never talk to them again. Yeah, it was really weird because the boss... When Sandy was the boss of that level, you didn't see her at all until you were fighting her. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, this dream sequence was about, this parallel dimension was about rescuing Sandy. And they keep telling us that. And me and Bob are like, are they misleading us? Is this a plot thing? 
because Sandy didn't pop up. Right. And it honestly felt like Squidward was the main character of it. Yeah, it really makes no sense that it seemed, it, at the beginning of the game, have Squidward wish to be respected and that he's a director here, like a movie director. Right. And it's like, no, that's not it, though. Yeah, somehow <laughs> he ended up in the caveman one, which didn't make any no. sense. <laughs> Anyways, they should maybe try one of these again with a little bit more time to polish. Yeah, they should never release a game where it's this unfinished again <laughs> a month after launch yeah like this wasn't a day one patch fixed it this wasn't even a <laughs> day 30 day yeah. patch to fix it it was a day never seemingly <laughs> i don't think we're ever getting that fixed no. uh if you don't have that shit fixed by a month after and you haven't communicated we're sorry mm-hmm. that really just shows you're fine was exactly how it is yeah well, it's uh, like how the floor disappears in that one Days Gone cutscene for literally every single one of us, even three years between us playing that game. The important thing is that Sony got a deal on licensing Unreal Engine 4. <laughs> That's the important thing. They save so much money. Uh, aside from that, I'm done talking about that. Sounds good. Oh, uh, except for there's a glide in the game. You, you oh, jump and you God. hold the X button to glide and he uses the pizza box to glide <laughs> and he sings the Krusty Krab pizza is the pizza for you and me every time you do it, basically. So that means Bob heard him sing that something like 300 times. <laughs> I haven't seen a game be that deranged since the PS1. Yeah, it's like, please record more than one. I thought there was going to be, because for people who don't know, for people who don't know, the joke is in an episode, they sell a pizza at Krusty Krab and SpongeBob starts singing a song about it. And eventually he gets really into the song and he starts doing like his alternate version where he's like, Krusty Krab pizza. And I was expecting that because mm -hmm. that would be hilarious after I've heard the other version 150 times. But no, they genuinely recorded <laughs> one line and you get to hear it 300 times. That's it. I'm done talking about it. Hey, Bob. Hey. We also played Horizon Call of the Mountain. Yeah, we, we fully played that. We're done. We, we beat it. Crazy. Uh, I'm here to deliver some sobering news. This stream cratered our views everyone hated it massive unfollows still our most successful horizon stream <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just kidding there were there weren't any mass unfollows at least not that i noticed uh however uh horizon call of the mountain is not a streamable game i will say having streamed it now <laughs> uh horizon call of the mountain you have a full story uh, you have various levels you go to from a hub town uh, and you get to explore up these mountains. The weird part for me is that the exploration is very, very narrow. Like you go the correct path or you go fuck yourself mm -hmm. and you never go down. Never once. Like you could drop down a rope in a room. Right. You will never go down the mountain. Yeah, you they, cannot they, go they, down the ledge you just went up. They, they built it around going up only, which I kind of get because you're always... Because you're in VR, up, yeah, but and you don't want to look, have to look down over a mountain edge. Like I'm the guy who's lot. afraid of heights, and I kind of do. Yeah, yeah. 
because it really limits the sense of exploration you could have when you're so entirely focused on up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't really, you know, I continue to not really like the Horizon Elemental t- attacks system because for people who haven't played Horizon, you have to hit with a set number of an attack to cause any amount of that element's effect because it builds a meter. Mm-hmm. So you need to hit them with like three to five or more of of an element in order to trigger that thing. Uh, the actual archery I did enjoy, though, and I do enjoy climbing stuff and looking around and getting to take in these vistas and other things. But for me personally, and this really is a me personally thing, I do think the Star Wars one was better because this and this is the funniest part about this. People are probably like, oh, well, that's because obviously you're biased towards Star Wars. No, I as a universe, I'm not really in love with either. I'm the same level of not in love with either. But I think Star Wars is a universe with cool things in it that you can do in a video game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like the action I was doing in the Star Wars game was more engaging having the different upgrade systems for how many weapons I could carry on me, the movement system. Like, you move slower in Horizon. Mm-hmm. And, frankly, they force you to... It's so strange. You can either use the gestures to walk or you can fully use stick, I believe, is right. how that works in Horizon. Mm-hmm. And they don't meet a good middle ground like Star Wars does of mixing and matching options. Right. Because I both teleport. Full, full one or the other. Right. In Star Wars, I could teleport and use the sticks to walk. Mm-hmm. I could, Interesting. Yeah. Star Wars, I don't know how this is going to be going forward because I haven't bought any other shooters or any other games that weren't hyper-specifically a certain type of isolated gameplay. But I wonder if Star Wars is going to be like a master class in movement and accessibility options. I mean, they have so many accessibility options. They even let you hang yourself. Yes, they that's go, true. Here's the rope. Ah. Hang yourself on stream, Eric. <laughs> he goes, this uh. butt was made for me. <laughs> um, I thought it was really neat. I enjoyed my time with it. it. I do not think it was worth $60. 50 maybe, but I didn't buy the bundle. <laughs> Bob, what did you think? Talk about your experience. Yeah, I think the combat just doesn't feel good in this game. Like, they set it up so you, you circle the dinosaur. Like, you move left to right in a, a full circle, and there are just always tables of apples around. And everything takes way too many hits to actually kill. Mm-hmm. So it just feels really monotonous as you constantly fire arrow after arrow into it. I mean, at a certain point, I just had to get good at spamming the fuck out of arrows. Yeah. Which was very funny because it's like when you think of archery, you don't think of someone mass just shooting as many as they can. Uh, okay, no, I have to ask because I haven't uh-huh. fought anything that's taken more than like three to five hits to kill. Oh, were you actually hitting them in the weak points or uh, just landing on? We were at times at one point, though, I realized the speed I could go spamming arrows. I could land three <laughs> hits before I landed one weak point hit because you know depending on the enemy type it is harder or easier to hit the weak point however See, that's called player agency <laughs> you get to play your way they have the uh terror arrows uh from the normal horizon game which is the one that knocks attachments off mm-hmm. of the dinosaurs and stuff so for that it was especially you know pertinent to hit the pieces on it that you wanted to knock off um 
But no, with like fire stuff, as long as you're hitting something that isn't like the most obviously, why, why are you aiming at this? You can stack the element pretty quickly, pretty quickly, as quickly as it will go. Um, yeah, it seemed like the least amount of el elemental errors it took to stack a, to get an element going was like three arrows. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think any of them went in two, but maybe. Yeah. Um, for me, a special it, weakness to it. But yeah, no, it's it right. takes about three. Yeah, I think. Um, I think for me, the more frustrating thing, because once again, this is like this is this VR experience. This is them jumping with four enemies at once and this VR experience and the element just starts cooling down because uh -huh. I stacked a little bit of the fire and then it just starts cooling down. And I'm like, guys, I'm fighting four enemies at once. I'm spending enough time just dodging with this weird system for dodging, which this is why it would be nice if you can mix and match options. I enjoy walking with the gestures. But during combat, I just want to hit the stick left or right and dodge because it takes too long to recognize when I push and hold the buttons, do this. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not taking me that long to start doing that movement, but to do what it fully expects from that movement and recognize it and do the dodge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's why I didn't mess with the gesture movement at all. Yeah, yeah, that seems like the winning move, sadly. Right. The six, six or combat made that way more acceptable, but mm -hmm. we... we it would involve us turning it to that every time we got to combat if we didn't want to use a if we wanted to gesture anywhere else right which it seems like really weird you wouldn't just have that as a option of like combat sticks movement gestures like mm -hmm. it feels crazy to not have done that separately i still don't know why exactly they aren't just there isn't some third setting to stack both period like in star wars yeah i don't know either. like star wars mm -hmm. you can use the sticks to turn and teleport with the right stick because it realizes down means teleport yeah and one thing that was really frustrating is you move faster with gestures yeah. for walking mm -hmm. that's why going to stick walking felt so bad because like now i'm moving like a probably 75 percent speed from what you can do yeah that's what i was going to say too about a third slower yeah interesting yeah mm -hmm. can you i know you can like adjust your turn speed with the stick can you adjust your walk speed uh you can but that was the highest speed <laughs> Huh. So yeah. you just walk faster with gestures. Mm -hmm. Yes. That if you're is if, weird. If you're really doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta get into <laughs> you, it. You seriously have to just look like a crazy person, which worked great for the stream because we used RTX broadcast technology to simulate what it's like to turn your 4090 into an eye toy. <laughs> Uh, and isolate Bob from the background and superimpose him over the fun gameplay. Yeah, I saw that you had turned him into a real tuber. Yes. <laughs> um, I think this game's neat. I wish the after the game... Well, it didn't have to be after the no. game. It just We chose it to be the after the game. Challenges had more things in it. Mm -hmm. uh, because they have an obstacle course and then they have an archery challenge. And that's it. Yeah. And it's a really involved obstacle course with optional paths but i was hoping for more because mm. i enjoy it's really hard to explain but there are i enjoy parts of the core gameplay that are broken up by normally playing through the game uh-huh because it feels like every level cuts off a little bit sooner than i would want and then they're like, go back to the village to have the conversation <laughs> and then come back and start either this level from this point or a different level. And so I wish there was just more challenge stuff mm -hmm. uh, since this is ostensibly a $60 game. Yeah, they could definitely go for having like they don't even need to be super well 
like visually designed if you just were running courses that were like vr themed and just yeah why like, am i not in the animus yeah like something <laughs> like that and that just gives them an excuse to make easily make these courses to run uh that'd be pretty great oh man i just had the i had the mental image of ubisoft goes under sony buys the assassin's creed ip gives it to gorilla <laughs> jesus that's a timeline yeah um anyway since we now own assassin's creed uh horizon was canon to that the whole time god <laughs> so wait did jesus cause the the, the the robot army that killed everyone yes okay just checking that's rapture rapture is in fact raptors <laughs> Ted Farrow owns Abstergo. <laughs> it works too well, some might say. Uh, I thought this game was neat. I'm really, you know, I'm almost kind of in the same boat as a lot of the PSVR 2 reviewers now where I go, what's the next big game? Uh-huh. But that's like only the surface layer for me because I'd see how many games there are where I'm not pretending there's nothing to play mm -hmm. and saying that I'm more of just like for the sake of streaming it. And for the sake of seeing another 50, $60 experience, what is the next big game? I wonder. And I genuinely don't know. That yeah. It's really surprising. We didn't get that last week. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but, uh, you know what? We did get a game based on the foundation. Uh, -huh. <sighs> I, I'm just Look, still so confused. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it makes sense when you realize that they wrapped Isaac Asimov's corpse in copper wire <laughs> so that when he started rotating, <laughs> they generated free power. Oh, that's awesome. I'm, I'm really glad we found a good source of energy that's perfectly green too this eternally turning over in its grave skeleton like i'm not really clear on on copyright rules with books and twitch but if you want to stream that game i i, I can be there <laughs> angrily reading that novel that the entire time that would be genuinely hilarious possibly our most stroke inducing stream yet <laughs> Finally, something to top the we are playing Super Mario World and reading the Devil May Cry novelization. Jeez. What is wrong with this? No, that was great <laughs> and perfect. Um, aside from that, I don't I don't have much else to say about Horizon. Um, it just feels weird to be like it's such a similar thing in scale of game and important IP to Star Wars that my brain just keeps going, I enjoyed the Star Wars game a lot more. It's not even... Yeah, like, there's there's no point in this where I was able to walk up behind two stormtroopers and see me coming, then just pull out two guns and fire at the same time at their backs. Yeah. <laughs> Being able to John Woo with lasers is, is a really strong value add yeah. to your game. It is. Yeah. There are things in Horizon I really like, but it felt like... They waned as we went. Like, mm. I feel like they front load a bunch of cool interactable stuff at the beginning oh, yeah. of the game. And then we didn't see new cool interactable stuff as we went. Whereas Star yeah. Wars, it felt like slowly dishing that out. Yeah. Cool. Th there is a problem yeah. where it's like you start playing Horizon and like climbing this mountain is fucking, it's amazing and it's majestic. And s like five hours of climbing later, it's like, <laughs> guys, can we just get to the next section, please? It's kind of... It's kind of funny to me because 
you know, it's like you were saying, the first bit really gives you a lot of interaction stuff. But it's like the first bit does a lot of different things, Mm -hmm. like not even just different interactable things like the boat ride. There is nothing like the boat ride for the rest of the game. Yeah, no. There's a lot of things that happen the first hour, hour and a half of that game that there is nothing like later on or no innovation to be like, well, this is the new version of that. The closest you get is the climbing tool that they over-engineered and has five different modes and three of them seem really, really similar, but hyper-specifically not the other modes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so there's the one where you throw, a, a, it's almost like a grappling hook, but you throw it up into a thing and it drops a rope. Mm-hmm. And then there's the one you stab into a pillow and you toss to throw a rope. <laughs> And then there was, God, there's a third one that is equally like, which direction do you want the rope to go into? (laughs) And how do you want that to occur? Um, It would have been nice if those were consolidated a bit more and we got more different modes of transportation. And I know that since this is VR, they're probably really concerned about motion sickness since Mm -hmm. this is a launch VR game. Yes. So they probably don't want to do the hang glider. Probably not. They probably don't want to do a bunch of shit like that. But I would have liked to see more exciting innovations in what I'm doing in a 3D space. Yeah, the the only other like problem I can think of is a couple times near the end of the game, mm-hmm. they position something you need to throw a, a thing at. So, <laughs> like, basically a 90-degree angle straight up from yeah. your character. Yeah. So I had to, like sit on the floor and look up to balance myself. Cause I, if I tried to look up that high <laughs> normally, I would just fall over. I'm, meanwhile, I'm not in the headset. I'm just watching him do this. And I'm like, look up further. And he's like, I, I can't. <laughs> yeah. I have this giant thing in my head. I will tip over. <laughs> do it, Bob fall backwards on stream. I fucking dare. <laughs> my low center of gravity pays off once again. <laughs> but horizon was neat. Um, it doesn't it doesn't really land as high up as I thought it would based on the first hour, hour and a half. Yeah, I think it's, it leads real strong. Yeah, absolutely. Also, it's deeply frustrating in later levels. I think they start about halfway through when it's just like, hey, check this out. Which way are you going to go? This way or that way? And countless times it's like, well, that looks like that looks like the way forward. I'm going to go this way. And then the way you chose ended up being the way forward and it locks you into it. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, I started heavily relying on the, like, where am I supposed to go to tell me where I'm supposed to go so I can not do that. Yeah, sometimes it's two different routes, and sometimes it's just a closed loop one way where you get an extra thing, and then you head back and you go the other way. And I don't know how many of those are one versus the other, because, of course, (laughs) I passed up half of them, basically. Mm -hmm. Roughly. Um, Anyway, I'm done talking about it. I'm good. Uh, Aggro. How, how much did you play? Oh, uh, I just got the first of those uh, hook things, the grappling mm. hook, and did that section. Cool. So I'm I'm up I'm up at the old base now. Constantly forgetting that I cannot take screenshots while playing that game. Wait, Wait what? Yeah, you can. It's on the uh, right one. I it has not allowed me to do so. Every, every time I have tried to take a screenshot, it has shown me. A picture, like a black screen with a picture of the one of the dual sense. No, are, are you hitting the PlayStation button on accident? 
No, I'm I'm hitting the share button. I'm taking a screenshot. I have no idea why it wouldn't take a picture then. And now I need to see our screenshot gallery, see if all the trophies we've achieved is just like black screen. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it's just a picture of the controller with uh, make sure you've got room to play. <sighs> what the fuck? <laughs> now, can you take pictures of any VR game? Has anyone tried? I mean, I've taken plenty of pictures of our VR games. I could boot my PS5 and look at them now. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what's happening over there in Agros. <laughs> um, so, so far, you're enjoying Horizon? Yeah. Like I said, it's uh, the, the climb 100 more feet up this mountain gets, it, it's starting to get old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then every now and then it'll throw some shit at you where it's like, hey, jump off this cliff and then grappling hook swing and then jump off onto this free hanging rope. And I'm like, holy shit. How <laughs> do people who are not immune to motion sickness live through this? <laughs> oh, do you, do you have motion sickness? Oh, no, I, I am entirely oh, immune okay. to everything. Yeah. I, I, I turn all the safety rails off and I'm like, good to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. I realized. See, I assumed I would have any sensitivity to that. Now we need we need to get Agro to turn Smooth's turn on in Star Wars. <laughs> is that this, this is our That's new real edgy, our edgy prank video? We invite people where he over just to play. Dies in two frames. <laughs> I mean, I got Smooth turn on Horizon. I haven't had a problem with it. I'm trying to remember how Smooth turn looked in that compared to Star Wars. Star Wars, you could see how it worked and go, no, there's no reason you did that other than to let people make themselves sick. I don't, I don't know <laughs> why you did this. Was it too fast? Uh, yeah, and like a lot of frames. Like it's, it's really weird because you wouldn't benefit from having more frames except for visual smoothness. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it makes sense to someone at, uh, let's see, that game was made by Oculus, but it was also made by... I guess inter, uh, Lucas Arts. Yeah, they they have a weird division, so I think it may just be made by Oculus Labs. And they're like, you can have it on the PS5 because we're not making money. Um, <laughs> but you know, maybe it makes sense there. Maybe it makes sense on their fifteen hundred dollar headset. That's now a thousand dollar headset. That is still too much money because it's going to be worse than the headset coming out later this year. That is the Quest Three. cool anyway uh let me check my list real quick oh um i guess i guess i'm good to head on unless you want to say anything else uh aggro uh no i'm good uh i played tetris effect and psvr2 for people who haven't paid attention to what i've said about this in the past psvr1 in tetris effect was fucking terrible Compared to playing it on an OLED TV. The highlights and stuff pop a lot more and the dark areas get really, really dark. And it has a really powerful effect visually. In PSVR 2, I played almost an hour straight. Um, the only reason I didn't is because I literally needed to go to sleep. Um, it is... I was wearing these headphones instead of the included earbuds or using speakers. Uh, it was an incredibly powerful experience. I yet again cried while playing Tetris Effect. Absolutely amazing game. Uh, the VR does not detract from the vibes in the least like it did the first time. Right. I cannot mention... I, it is beyond words how much further along towards the ideal PSVR 2 <laughs> is than 1. Because it you, you... 
I remember in one, not only is the play field insanely far away because your field of view is 90 degrees mm -hmm. instead of 110, but it also affects your ability to take in your surroundings, which is the game. The game is the play field plus. You know, you're supposed to be underwater with dolphins and other things swimming alongside next to you and all of this shit happening. In PSVR 1, no shit, you basically had to do this. <laughs> in order to take any of it in you're just whipping your head everywhere to look at anything but the play field because your field of view was that limited Jeez. uh this was a great experience i'm really glad i upgraded cool i still haven't played res infinite <laughs> yeah did they add any other new modes with this release i don't i don't think they yeah did. psvr2 mode no they added the connect stuff the connected edition okay yeah okay. So all the things that were added for that are now included in this version. Which I think was all multiplayer. Yes. Okay. A lot of it is multiplayer. I think there might be one thing outside of that, and I'm not entirely sure what. I wonder if it's a model viewer. Do I get to look at the bird? <laughs> That's a really good question. That game's amazing, like soundtrack-wise and visually and everything else. Like a really fucking great experience to go through again. Hopefully I can find some time soon to finish my playthrough. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, it's really great, mm -hmm. but it's... It's amazing they made a Tetris game I don't have the urge to like play a lot of. It's really just that one experience through. Yeah. And then you can wait a while and go back like you're doing. Or you can do it on a higher difficulty. But yeah, it's... I'm really glad that it supports using the DualSense. Mm. I don't want to play high-speed Tetris on a joystick. No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how anyone does that. That's beyond me. <laughs> Maybe they made some mode where you can grab the, the Tetraminos in real space. <laughs> no! <laughs> okay, now put it down correctly. Oh, it's not perfectly lined up yet again. You, you don't get to clear the line. Don't you see it's slightly off? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, Tetris Effect. Really good. Really good in PSVR 2. I, I did, you know, it wasn't until I was crying yet again this time playing it that I realized, yeah, it is on a very short list of games that made me cry. I think that full list is Lufia 2, Metal Gear Solid 3, and the Tetris Effect. I'm trying I to think of oh, and Mario had, Odyssey. Yeah, I was like, I could you had That's that other one. That's a different one. one. That's external things coming in. Me being like, why didn't they make one this good for so long? <laughs> they told me it wasn't possible. <laughs> you know, that's a different emotion. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, Metal Gear Solid 3, you know, I'm listening to Snake Eater and Tosh is like, this song is dumb. And I'm like, you don't understand. <laughs> you don't know what Big Boss went through. <laughs> so heartbreaking. Um, yeah, anyway, I'm done with that. Uh, last game, Runner. For people who don't know, Runner is the Acura bike simulator for PlayStation VR 2. It apparently is not on PC, which bummed me out because I wanted to recommend it to people with PC VR headsets. Uh, it is only on the Quest Store and PS5, which mm. explains why it has so many 2D elements if it was a Quest game originally. Yeah. Uh, you travel down the road at like 300 kilometers per hour or miles per hour. Not sure. Forgot already. With dual Uzis that can be buster swords that you could use to deflect bullets fighting giant mechs and the police. And shooting them to death with your dual Uzis that can cause bullet time if you pull both of them out at the same time. It is a cool game. Turns out uh, a lot easier when you get accustomed to PSVR 2 first. <laughs> yeah, that being the first game we played was a little rough. It was a great decision. <laughs> 
It was so smart. Coming back to it, I'm a lot more accustomed to PSVR 2 and I'm more acclimated to the controllers themselves, but that game is just hard as shit. It is genuinely <laughs> like an arcade game. I, it took me a lot of runs to beat the second level. Jeez. <laughs> and it lets you continue from the boss. That's the worst part. The boss was that difficult for me. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's cool that they could just make a game. Actually, it may have been the third boss. It's legitimately hard mm -hmm. like this. Yeah. And it works for it because it's going for an arcade experience. Mm -hmm. um, that third boss, by the way, was straight up Mega Man Legends core where it's just like a mech with six legs and the legs are like tube shaped canisters almost, but they're explodable. So their damage mode turns them into mostly charred black metal with like shardy rusted look almost. And I'm like, this is, this is just like Mega Man Legends. I'm going to shoot the limbs to explode. This is great. Does this he have the giant, legends and giant club arms? No. Okay. No, but he does have battle modes and an animations in a way that really do remind me of anime uh, <laughs> legends. Um, that, that game's cool. God damn, is it hard? And man, they really need an audio engineer. <laughs> like that game really needs an audio engineer. They completely fucked the audio. Cause like, you know, and we had this happen on our stream. Yeah. If you shoot your gun in the alley, that is the main menu the police sirens will go off and Richard Epcar will start yelling at you while Steve Bloom is also monologuing at you and you're yelling at him and everything's clipped out. Like you can't understand anything through any of it. And that's just how the normal gameplay audio is too. So Steve Bloom's yelling at you over the radio while you're traveling down the road, while the music is really loud and while explosions are going off and you literally can't parse any of it anymore. Yeah, they need they need to they need to tune up that audio before they launch on PC. That would that would be really nice if they could fix that. Yeah, because elsewise, really enjoyable game. Some really hardcore gameplay for fucking VR. That's for sure. Uh, you know, I don't expect a game to be like here's an Uzi. Aim it precisely at an enemy miles down the road. Yeah, I guess maybe miles is exaggerated, but let's say half a mile to a mile down the road that is doing these crazy missiles that you also need to shoot out of midair. Because it gets to that point. It gets to the point where they launch three missiles at once and you need to shoot those down. Because even if you swerve with your motorcycle in a lot of situations, that won't be enough for all three. Maybe you'll dodge one or two. Great. <laughs> Can yeah. you hit it with your sword? Uh, yeah, and then it explodes. Oh, and you're... Fa <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to deflect. No. No, that would be really cool, though. Uh, but Runner's pretty good. Anyways, that's about it for me on games. Hey, Bob. Hey. What you been playing? I play more of Octopath 2. Yo. Still pretty cool. I, I finally got to play the cleric. He was the only character I hadn't played yet. Um, I didn't really know what to expect from him going in. Mm -hmm. I did not expect to, his story to veer into just being an episode of Columbo. Is he's like, oh, there's a murder here. I need to investigate things with my detective vision and then monologue to myself. <laughs> Perfect. I think a lot of people would be happier with Columbo if his thing was monologuing to himself. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I, I wish he was more Columbo core. He, he does do things that just upset people. Like he's a, supposed to be a person, a man of the church and all of this, mm -hmm. but he doesn't like respect God much. <laughs> and so he like his other coworkers are like, what dude, did you just, did you just say that? <laughs> all right. Um, so, 
he seems pretty neat. I'm excited to play more of him. Uh, but that's that's it. Other than uh, I started going through more of the other story modes than that, and it's just the game's huge. Yes, it is. Like really huge. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. I think it said I'm like twenty percent through. <laughs> oh yeah, because on PS5 it'll just tell you. Yeah. It'll be like you're this far through the main story. <laughs> And I'm not sure if that's like the main story for the main character I chose at the beginning, because it does make him whoever you choose at the very beginning. It's like this is your lead character mm-hmm. um, and you can't take him out of your party at all, which is a little weird. I have to wonder if it changes that if you finish I'm, his story. I'm sorry, you're married to them now. <laughs> you can't uh, change your mind now. But that game is still really cool. and I hope to have time to finish it eventually. How glad are you that it's on things other than the Switch? Very. (laughs) This thing chugs whatever I have, like, too much stuff in the foreground. I have to imagine that's almost unplayable levels of chug when you're on the Switch. Well, well, it runs at 244p on the Switch. (laughs) Probably. It's it's funny because that means anyone, any Nintendo reviewers have to use machine learning to upscale it so they can make a thumbnail of the image. It's the only way. It's the only way. It's real rough. Feel for you, uh, Nintendo YouTubers. <laughs> uh, I also tried out Grim Grimoire once more. My brain was thinking Grim Guardians. <laughs> mm. I'm sorry. Well, what is, is that, that, Dan? <laughs> You're right. Uh, sorry. Uh, Gal Guardians. <laughs> Why does Grim Gu- Grimoire remind you of Gal Guardians? That's just- You're right. That doesn't have any of the same words in it. Clearly, I'm just really dumb. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, so Grim Grimoire, wh- what is it? Grim Grimoire, once more. Once more. All one word, once more. Yes. Uh, that is based on the PS2 game Grim Grimoire mm-hmm. in that it is straight up a port remaster just like they did with um, Left to Zero or whatever. What, what Odin was Sphere. Odin Sphere, Left to Zero. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It also is doing the thing that did of like redoing some of this content, but not nearly as much. It doesn't seem like it's nearly as much has changed since the initial release for mm. people who haven't played it grim grimoire is like an rts made for the playstation 2 yeah so that's comes as its own whole set of <laughs> control mishaps yeah and what you're imagining <laughs> when he says rts is nowhere near what it looks like no because it's a, it's from a side perspective and mm. you're all in like a big tower uh-huh you were saying it looks Chris? more like Lobotomy Corporation than it does a normal RTS. So if you know what Lobotomy Corporation looks like, it's yeah. closer to that. Yeah, if I'm remembering Lobotomy Corporation correct, that is or, a good. Or one. maybe even like Fallout Shelter, if Fallout Shelter had combat. Right. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking. I was thinking that because I, I don't have Lobotomy Corporation knowledge, but I do have seen Fallout Shelter, and it does yeah. have similarities. Yeah. If it, once again, if it had like combat and you were trying to fight off waves of enemies or whatever. Hmm. Um. It's really weird. This is like it's upright PS2 graphics, and some of that looks nice. Like all the stuff in the game when you're actually playing it looks pretty good and upscaled well to this. Mm-hmm. But there's also character portraits where all the story is delivered. It's just two, two characters talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And some of those, like, I guess the originals weren't around or something because they still have JPEG artifacts and things. Oh, wow. It's like it's just Ooh. not high enough res. So around people's fingers, you can see like it get crusty. <laughs> <laughs> there uh there was that one thing what it, what was it this two the two guardians or whatever that stood next to that rune that that art looked pretty good 
<laughs> yes. The were the, the imps? Yeah, the the imp. I think t- towers like a tower defense game. Yeah, are just. <laughs> Like these red No, there's girls. no need to describe what I've <laughs> what I've complimented. We can just leave it at the compliment. Move along. They look very know. powerful. It might, it might encourage people to okay, pick this up. Okay, fine. That, they, then yes, I want to hear you describe it. <laughs> there are these uh, red de- devil girls that basically no pants on and shake their butts at you while fireballs <laughs> come out of them. <laughs> This is this is the entire animation. Yes. They're not doing anything else. It's not like they're doing a fun like dance or something no. that coincidentally moves their ass. They're just like windshield wipers. <laughs> I don't think I even played this game far enough to see that when I played on the PS2. Yeah, no. Because the tutorials are terrible for this game. They completely wore me off after buying it. Right. On the, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did get through them this time. It helps if they added a fast forward button. Mm-hmm. It's still the tutorials make you not use that for a bit of like, oh, we're going to stop and talk to you about how this incredibly basic mechanic of build 10 workers in an RTS works. We need to take you through that in like five pages of text. <laughs> like Starcraft is just like hit S, hit S again, hit <laughs> S again, hit S again. But yeah, you get fully through the tutorial, which is all agonizingly slow. And the first thing they do is like, survive for 20 minutes in this survival match where you have to build up towers and protect yourself from dudes coming in luckily you can fast forward in this version otherwise on the ps2 that would be literally 10 20 real-time minutes uh-huh and that's the first real mission in the game yeah that seems miserable uh, yeah i they they felt like they were trying to scare people <laughs> it's weird because warcraft 3 has a bunch of missions like that Mm-hmm. But they, they aren't the first one. No, they they like you build up to that. That's the end to an epic chapter. Also, like, yeah, they are pretty far in when it's like survive for 30 fucking minutes. Yeah. And also like Warcraft is a much more open RTS, whereas like some might even be able to describe Grim Grimoire as like tower defense without towers in a <laughs> sense, because you have very fixed roots like this is yes, there isn't three D depth to this at all. No, they, it they're is. just floors mm-hmm. and yeah, paths so some, horizontally. Some characters can walk on the floors and use the paths and stairways, and others can fly over them and fly up. So there's that dimensionality but, to it, but that's it. But that's it, and it's not like you're exploring new areas. It's just this is the playfield, fucker. Mm-hmm. Um, so in a sense, this this can't. I don't know that I would really feel engaged sitting in a level of that size for 20 real-time minutes and, and it, my only goal is survive and this is the beginning of the game. Right, and this is before they introduce a ton of other things. So you literally can build one attack unit mm-hmm. and build towers at that point, mm-hmm. which it does expand. There are many more things you can do in this game. Mm-hmm. Many more skill trees do you get that have like totally different things. Like they, I got to the point where they started introducing, oh, this one can make it a dragon egg. And the dragon can hatch, and it takes forever to hatch it, but it can then walk through wall barriers that they put up in the stage. Mm-hmm. And there's other interesting mechanics in here, but for some reason, mm-hmm. before introducing anything, they're like, survive, do a 20-minute survival mission. Yeah, that's a little weird, given that this is just like, you know, Odin Sphere, very reinvented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you that would, would think. be like the first thing you fucking change. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like they're reinventing it, really. It really feels like there's the old levels. There's new ways to control it. Like, there's new button options to select characters that make it easier. And there's new... There's a fast-forward feature, and they added a skill tree outside of battle 
where you can level up like, okay, now your workers can collect stuff faster or you now your fairy archers can shoot or can move faster. Mm. Um, but it doesn't seem like they've changed like the actual core content of the game. Okay. Now you played this for like three hours. Yeah. And the, that was the demo. That was the demo. The game isn't out yet. Dan assumed I had bought it, which is right. totally fair. I was like, oh, <laughs> the game came out at some point. That's weird. I didn't know that was... And then three hours later, he's like, oh, I finally finished it. I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, the demo, it ended. And I'm like, what do you mean that was a demo? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they had that huge of a thing for a demo, but at least I'm pretty sure the save transfer is over. If it doesn't, God, I'll never play this game. Because <laughs> that's three hours I don't want to do again. Oh, no. Right? Yeah. Because once again, that, that intro was pretty fucking bad on PS2. Yeah. And it's like, like I said, the tutorial is still basically unskippable. It's, it's a terrible intro. Um, but the story is really neat. Um, it kind of gives up, gives away what's going to happen as you first started of like, all the, the characters flying into this magic academy and she's like, I'll never forget my five days there. And then within the tutorial, you get through five days and I'm like, oh, what? Oh, uh, so you do something that causes a time loop. So then you're replaying those five days trying to fix what happens. Because like the, the mage lord or whatever, it killed everyone. <laughs> the <laughs> mage lord. Oh, fuck. It's the mage lord. <laughs> yes. Okay, let's go to the, the mage lords there. <laughs> uh, it also seems to just use the old dub, which is fine. But um, God, who's the current voice Yuri actor? Lowenthal. Yeah, Yuri Lowenthal is just multiple people. Really, obviously. <laughs> Well, that 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 was as recent. That was that was in games as recent as fucking twenty fifteen. Yeah, four had Yuri Lowenthal oh, be like yeah. eight people. Jesus. But there's only like how many people are in this game? Probably like eight people total. So when two of them are Yuri Lowenthal, it's really funny. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> does he say it like he does in Soul Eaters? <laughs> not Soul Eaters. Soul Nomad. No, I don't, I don't think... not yet. At least, yeah, not yet. <laughs> at least. He does play one character who's literally a devil. Um, so he might say it. Ooh. Yeah, that'll be the character that says it. <laughs> that's how you know he's evil. Yes. And that's all I got to say about Grim Grimoire once more. Unless anyone okay. else wants to know anything else about it. No, it's... It's a Nipponichi tower defense thing. Mm-hmm. Vanillaware. Vanillaware, sorry. Which Nipponichi did publish it, I They believe. did publish it, yeah. Thus the mix-up. But yeah, it is clearly Vanillaware because the animation. Yeah, gorgeous art. Oh, I mean, yeah. It, it, oh, yeah. Every time you beat a stage, they're like, here, have a piece of artwork that's brand new and looks immaculate. Just to try and get yeah. you to keep playing. <laughs> it's, it's like Dragon's uh, Crown. When you beat a quest, they give you the cool <laughs> art to be like, ooh, this was vaguely inspired by the quest. <laughs> vaguely. And I'm like, damn. It's real vague this time. Damn, that chick's looking really inspired. <laughs> It's a vanillaware game. Mm -hmm. Did we mention the imp statues? <laughs> uh, anything else? No. Okay. Um, I also played another demo that was way longer than you would think. Uh, the, the Bayonetta Origins Cereza in the Lost Demon demo was two hours long. It's the beginning of the game and it does Ooh. transfer. It does okay. transfer. Thank God. <laughs> All right. If anybody's How... going to fuck that up, it's platinum. If anybody's going to be like, it doesn't work, and we don't know why. It's going to be platinum. Bob, give me that title one more time. Bayonetta Origins, Cereza, and The Lost Demon. 
just one. Just one demon. She's going to find him. How uh, was it? It was pretty neat. Like, I've got to play a chunk of this in Bayonetta 3 before. But that didn't have basically any of the mechanics. Like, they tore them all out for that. And now, now I'm actually getting to play with um, controlling the two characters at once and all that. This is an interesting story thing, too, where I'm not sure if this is going like off on its own canon or if they're just filling out things that we didn't know because it is just barely off screen like basically Cereza would have been teleported back from Bayonetta 1 and then five years later this game would have happened um we see Bayonetta's been exiled well she's called Cereza in this uh but (laughs) (laughs) she has an instructor we hadn't seen before called Morgana I believe and she's learning magic out in the woods with her okay and she like can't summon demons and gets depressed and goes into the forts of Avalon because there's some insinuation that she'll get some superpower that'll let her go and save her mother because her mother's locked up by the the umbra witches. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it's got a really great art style. Uh, for people I've been seeing, it's like storybook inspired. It literally the cutscenes will have you turn pages. It looks really neat. And it all looks painterly and like you move the character. Oh, like Babylon's Fall. No. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> like that, actually. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of Zetsubo Sensei where the character can move and then the... Uh, the pattern yeah. stays in the same spot. Yes. Oh, okay. So their, their, their clothes or whatever is an alpha layer, basically, for the <laughs> pattern behind it all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's got a really nice look. Um the the gameplay is interesting because you play as Bayonetta in Cheshire, her doll, uh-huh. and you can literally like carry them around in what they call hug mode. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're holding a Cheshire in hug mode, mm-hmm. you can use the right analog stick to like make him stretch out and collect things. Um, like you'll get various pickups like that, and also he can grab onto plants and use them to jump off of so you use platforming by having him latch on to stuff between hug mode and everything else you just said this is a kirby spinoff it could be <laughs> it really could which is crazy right yeah that's weird that's really really weird uh but then you can also separate yourself from him and control him with the right stick and he turns like the full demon cat like you see in bayonetta 3 mm-hmm. um and it has really simple combat combat uh where you pretty much need to avoid evade enemies with Cereza. And then uh, use the attacks with with uh, Cheshire, and Shereza can do a spell to hold enemies in place. It has like a cooldown to it, so you need to like hit them with that to try and slow them down. Uh, um, for this spell, is it like some sort of like bayonetta witch time sort of purpley effect, or yeah, it's like a purple seal on the ground. Okay, um, I figured. I haven't seen this game played at all, but I just assumed <laughs> if Bayonetta's casting a spell, that's got to be it, right? Right. And there's also some light puzzle elements to it where you, a lot of times they'll be like, okay, Bayonetta and uh, Cheshire need to separate each other because there's like Rosemary on the ground and Cheshire can't go into it because of the demon. Mm. It's like it makes him stay away. Mm-hmm. So you need to find different paths or levels where they meet up again, uh, which was pretty neat. Like, there's a lot of stuff like that. And you can also do a Rhythm minigame for various things in the environment. Like, oh, you need to make this bridge expand out. So you need to do this Rhythm minigame where 
use like a left analog stick and time it up as a as a signal spins around it's it's okay they actually you're like okay did you like doing that because we can just make it do that automatically if you want <laughs> cool uh i have a question mm -hmm. is this platinum tries to make brothers it does have a little bit of that feel to it. I haven't played Brothers, but I've seen it in action enough to be like, okay, it has kind of elements from that. Yeah, I never would have connected that dot until I heard you describe what the mechanics of this are, and I'm like, this just seems like Platinum made Brothers. <laughs> How much would it fuck Platinum up mentally if they sold better than Bayonetta? I don't know. Ooh. It can't do that at $60, I don't think. It can't do that being yeah, a Bayonetta spinoff. No. For $60. I bet if they gave it a new name and pretended it was a new IP, <sighs> they might have been able to do it. Maybe. Because it's that Not Nintendo $60. magic. I don't know. You throw a Nintendo IP and you just feel like this is like a platinum Nintendo. It's a N new one. Nintendo it's fans are one. weird. They can like sense it. <laughs> Nintendo fans didn't. Nintendo fans didn't get tricked by Wonderful 101. Like, that's so bad for Wii U. But that's the thing. The, the, the Wii U, no one was there. Yeah, no one was there for but Wii U, and it, it had the Super Heroes static, which, like, yeah. like, I think that was repelling to people. Yeah, and that I name mean, is also repelling to people. There were people I would tell that game about, they'd be like, oh, that's one of those hundred collection of terrible games on the Wii. <laughs> which i can't That's blame funny. them it's named like that i never in my life would have connected those two dots that that sucks <laughs> yeah. um I, I feel like nintendo fans have this fucking sixth sense for like this isn't a real nintendo thing and then and then they check out and just like fade away into the ether <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know wonderful 101 definitely is like an aesthetic thing and the core gameplay doesn't communicate itself well at all mm -hmm. like i feel like that was it for that then nobody owned a wii u yeah um between those factors i feel like that contributed a lot to its lack of success but i don't know maybe if this looked a lot better visually like superficially just visually mm -hmm. like if it looked expensive then maybe yeah, all the all the cutscenes are also like they have that storybook aesthetic, which I think is great and is all fully voiced, but it doesn't look expensive. Right. Um, if this work fully just released as a Kirby game, it would probably do fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when when you when you staple a popular IP onto that, that tends to work out. Right. Yeah, I mean, Epic Yarn showed that that will work to some extent because that was an entirely different game and yeah. then they went nah because it's kirby now fuck it. right and, and then they went it's yoshi now <laughs> and we will never make a kirby one again <laughs> i was talking to bob mm -hmm. they put on sale yoshi's woolly world the crafted game where it just has that aesthetic yeah part of me was like i should buy it while it's on sale because the switch 2 might run it at a respectable resolution because the only reason why I didn't that get, get that game is it because it looks gorgeous and it has some fun gameplay, but it just looked like a potato like Xenoblade 2 because of how <laughs> intense the visual effects were. So part of me is like, I should just pick it up while it's on sale right now. It's a Nintendo game. It's never going to get cheaper. It's just going to come back to this sale price again later. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe I'll wait to see if the Switch 2 can do back and pat and actually improve performance. Yeah, that's that's fair. But yeah, I 
I think this game's really neat, but it's not sixty dollars. I don't know what they're thinking. I already bought it because I did the, the buy one get uh, the buy two for hundred dollar thing. I was like, yeah, I can accept this game being forty. Mm-hmm. That's really what it should have cost. <laughs> Bob, what are you talking about? It's thirty. Because Zelda is a seventy dollar game. That's true. And then when he goes and plays Zelda, I'll be like, Bob, it was only forty. <laughs> Because Bayonetta it was a sixty dollar game. game. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're getting we're getting pretty close <laughs> to Pat stares at. Uh, <laughs> yes, actually. God, I well, I forget what he said. Buy one get one free means you're not spending any money. <laughs> yes, yes, we're getting there. <laughs> Bob, neither of these games cost anything because you spent a hundred dollars. <laughs> you spent a hundred dollars on a ticket that did nothing. Um, the the only thing that I have that uh, feels like a problem is it's it's a real slow start. Like it takes basically that whole two hours to introduce all the mechanics I talked about, and once they're all there, it's fun. But leading up to that is very slow, and there is a ton of story. Now, Bob, I I, I have no uh, long term memory of what type of person you are, and you've complained twice that these video games have long uh, slow long slow startups in them. Are you sure you aren't just undiagnosed ADHD? <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That is absolutely Bob, the like, problem. Do you above. like any TV show that isn't Coco Melon? <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> what is that? The litmus test now? <laughs> Holy shit! It's so specific. <sighs> hey, Bob. Hey. Could you? And I'm. I mean this quite literally. Mm-hmm. Would you recommend this game to any human on Earth? Honestly, this is the only Bayonetta game I would recommend to Agro. I feel like he should try it. <laughs> okay, Agro, you got to buy the $100 voucher. <laughs> or play I the demo. I am genuinely flabbergasted. I did not see that coming. <laughs> no, yeah, that's, it almost seems fucked up to have said. I, uh, something about being focused on puzzles like this. Made me think maybe he liked this. I don't mm. know. I'm not sure. I've, I mean, now that he said it, I'm kind of excited to play it and try to piece together what the fuck <laughs> happened in the first Bayonetta game. <laughs> That's okay. good because it really doesn't like it doesn't require any Bayonetta knowledge. You know, he said. <laughs> it doesn't require. I tell that lie to people all the time to get them to play and watch stuff. <laughs> Wait a second. So you knew you were lying to me? <laughs> well, if I didn't know I was lying, that it wouldn't be a lie. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think this is something people should try. And just, like, if you don't have to have any sort of connection to the Bayonetta franchise, if you just want something that looks really cool and is cute and is puzzle based, then mm -hmm. you probably give it a shot. Um, and luckily, they put this demo. I think that's a really good idea for something like this. Yes. Because, again, it is nothing like a Bayonetta game at all. Uh, Bob, should I buy a Switch OLED for this game? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I should appreciate it, Bob, the others. Bob, What's at up? At the current point in time, should anyone who already has a Switch buy a Switch OLED? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, after last week, I'm like, man, maybe it is happening at the end of this year. I, I pretty much just went, we're never getting a Switch OLED. It's never happening. <laughs> I'm, they've broken me now. I assume my joke this entire time is going to come true. This will be the 10-year portable. 
Isn't that the Game Boy? Didn't they do that yes. then? Okay. Yes. All right. Great. Yeah. We're doing it. We're wasn't, bringing it back. Wasn't it maybe, wasn't it longer than 10 years? No, because I think the Game Boy is uh, 89 or 90, and then the Game Boy Color comes out in 99. Oh yeah, I guess you can count the Game Boy Color as being different. Sadly, we have to count the Game Boy Color because it because it did one. technically have higher higher performance. Yeah, I which also is why they had to. Which I is also, why they had to. I never, I never bought one. Uh huh. That's smart. <laughs> I was I, and we're whatever. Mine was I, sick. I assume, <laughs> I assume Pokemon Crystal was, but Gold and Silver weren't Game Boy Color only, were they? No. no. I thought they were because I was dumb and ate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they came in a colored culture, so it made you confused. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. Yeah, because they had a system up until that point, and then they threw it out the window for that because the system was supposed to be if it's a black cartridge, it works on either, I believe. And if it has the clear cartridge, then it only works on the Game Boy Color. Did, did, I thought blacks didn't work either because I thought the me, me, Zelda DX wouldn't work on regular. Why am I giving a platform to this racist? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm confused now because there is a system, goddammit. But as isn't I'm it sa- the notch? Yeah, I was like, isn't it? I thought it was a notch too. Well, the notch physically prevents it. I'm saying something apparent to the fucking player. Oh, like when There's you're buying it. A system where the cartridges of certain colors will work on one or the other or both. I, I wasn't aware of it back then. I just had to look for the, the box, like the, the physical cardboard box that said Game Boy Color only. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But Chris couldn't read. <laughs> and that's very upsetting that you assume that everyone with a Game Boy can read. Fair. Um, but no, I, I love the Game Boy. So, of course, like they finally roll out the Game Boy Color and it's like, well, yeah, of course I want the. Yeah, like I had to go from. Game Boy original. I didn't right. get a pocket or anything. Right. So it was a big upgrade to just have the color. Yeah, was, I never I never had the original. So I just saw people with the original. I'm like, man, this thing's kind of awesome. It's kind of awesome that it's this fucking huge. Yeah, my screen had, was dying basically since I owned it. <laughs> so there was always lines on the side. It was always like playing it in 4x3 mode. It's, four by three. it's like wilting in your hands. <laughs> You're like, this is fine. I have all these cool stickers. That makes it good. Yeah, this, right. one's, this one's from a dull banana. <laughs> Why did you put a dull banana sticker on your Game Boy, Bob? I don't know. I was, what, six? <laughs> there was no master plan. <laughs> all six-year-olds are, in fact, Jinkari. <laughs> they don't have real plans. They just keep saying they have plans. Then you then you let them do it just to see where they think it's headed, and you go, "I knew it." <laughs> you don't have an end game, and that's what the bound arc was about, ladies and gentlemen. He locked himself in the bathroom and can't get back out. <laughs> I would so much rather watch that than the bound arc. Uh, hey Bob, hey. did you play anything other than the Bayonetta demo? No, that was everything I played. Skitter. <laughs> uh. I guess we're going to go to Dr. Agro Agro. Did you play anything other than Horizon Call of the Mountain? Uh, yeah, I wrapped up uh, Atomic Heart this week. That game uh, is a game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, it, it's rare that the experience of playing through a game is f- filled with so many strong highs and lows. <laughs> Yeah, violent tantric lows. 
but overall that game it, it hits a point where you, you you stop having to conserve ammo and use your melee weapon and plan this or that and you can just start mag dumping your makarov into things faces and the game goes up four points is this because you lowered the difficulty or uh, i mean that happened but i feel <laughs> like that happened right as that that curve was cresting anyway mm-hmm. i i definitely hit this point where there was like three entire like optional towns that have one of those testing chambers in them and i'm like why would i go into any of these my weapons are all maxed out i have almost max character upgrades yeah i don't need this shit (laughs) yeah and it definitely feels like at some point there was definitely mandatory content here and you got way too ambitious and just had to take the knife and take the knife and take the knife yeah the the structure of that game is a real bizarre creature of which i don't know if i've seen before yeah yeah there's there's also the fact everybody's beaten right uh, I have. Everyone on planet and... Earth has beat it. Yes, I beat <laughs> I beat it. I added it to my games beaten in 2023 list with a picture okay. of Crispy Crunch cereal. <laughs> or Crispy Critters. That, there is just that point where it's like uh, the game is now nothing but combat slog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's just a, a hundred guys coming at you. Kill all of them. There was like three, let's call them like dungeons because that's basically what they are. Yeah, there was like three dungeons that were pretty good and had like themes and they were cool looking like you had that science exhibition. And then there was uh, there was like one or two others. And it's just like combat room, motherfucker, combat room, combat room, combat room. There is a hundred of those zombie motherfuckers in here. Yeah, yeah, they, they do that two times in a row, like once in a theater and then in the Pavlov place. And honestly, yeah. those were my favorite parts of the game. Yeah. Because yeah, that's I, like I was like, I said, starting to like it more then. <laughs> I'm just covered in ammo and they keep coming. And after spending so many hours carefully conserving bullets and energy, I just, to be able to put a fire cartridge in a shotgun and just unload all day. Yeah. Which, oh my God, I was so mad that like the, the blueprints for weapons seem to be random, uh-huh. but the blueprints for the augments are in specific places that you can't get to when you're next to them the first time. So you have to come back. But the first chance I had to go back, I experienced the map glitch. The map glitch. There's a glitch where uh, like when you're in one of the dungeons and you bring up the map, it'll be like, you're underground. We can't find you go outside and we'll show you the map. Mm -hmm. And then you go outside and it still says that, (laughs) even though, Moving the sticks around makes it play all the sound effects of the cursor going over objects. Oh, yes, I did get that once. (laughs) I didn't know how to get rid of that at the time, so I just left because I couldn't find my way back to the first testing ground that has the extended magazine for the shotgun. The one (sighs) upgrade I was going to go hunt for. Yep, yep. By the time the map glitch went away, I was on the other side of the island and I didn't want to drive one of those cars all the way back to the first testing. Yeah, there's like no, there's no fast travel or anything. Right. And as we mentioned on last week's Big Think, uh, this is not an open world. It is a series of streets (laughs) Uh, and they have laser grids around them. So you must drive down the roads. So getting to the other side of the island means a lot of roads with a lot of 
you know, debris all of them and dumb asshole robots standing in the middle of them between you and there. Mm -hmm. And your car is not affected by gravity. It's just, I assume the tires are covered in thousands of little hairs that grip it to the road. And as soon as they lose their grip, you just go flying off into fucking space. If I you thought, run over more than two robots, your car explodes. See, I, I was sitting here and I thought the thing that was keeping my car attached, let's say, uh, to the road is the notion that I understood that cars should do that. And the moment that illusion left my brain is when it would flip every time. The very first time an NPC was like, hey, you're going a long distance. Maybe use a car. I'm like, okay. I get in a car and I run down a couple of robots. I'm like, this is pretty sick. And then I, I, I can't figure out where the waypoint wants me to go and I go off road a little bit and my car gets hung up on like a bump of terrain and I can now no longer move the car. Yeah. So I sigh long and loud as I get out and just walk my ass across uneven terrain, taking fall damage, which man, like the, the mountains in this game sure look like they have multifaceted and rugged geometry and the collision on them is like seven polygons each. Mm -hmm. So you're walking like three feet out into the air. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, there's a lot of Jags here. I'll be able to drop down bit by bit and not get hurt. Yes. <laughs> Why haven't I dropped yet? What? Oh, now I'm just out in open sky. Yep. And <laughs> it's a sheer me. drop from there. Fucker. Hope you bought that parkour ability. I did not I did uh god the character upgrades are great uh like the, like like they feel good like you get it and you're like yes I am now better mm -hmm. well designed upgrades that are described shittily in that menu <laughs> like you eventually get the one where anytime you use any healing item it'll heal the regular amount and then slowly heal you back up to full yes one of the last upgrades it's mm -hmm. really cool I had to google what the fuck it did <laughs> Yeah, the phrasing on that was pretty weird. I, I eventually, I was like, I bet what they mean is that it will apply a heal over time mm. after I use the potion. Right. That's I'm what pretty I kind of sure. got. So, fun fact, that's one of the first upgrades I headed towards. Because I was like, this game's going to be full of me healing myself. Why wouldn't I want the smallest healing item to be good enough? Mm -hmm. And then I scrapped all the larger healing items for materials. Ah, It was pretty good. <laughs> It was like, uh, delicious. Yeah, I like yeah. when I finally got the upgrade to heal with one hand. Oh, that was good. Yeah, it's just like, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it, it floats above his hands as he shoots with the other hand. Dude's fucking doing heroin single-handedly. <laughs> like, okay, tighten that. <clears throat> good job. Also, you know, if you're doing that, you have to reload the shotgun. That is interesting. Yeah. You have to do everything with your other hand. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, it's out of frame. <laughs> yeah, I oh, I, I, I did finally sink into the floor one time. Once. <laughs> oh, no, it gets better. Um, because you, you know that mutant, that red mutant vine boss thing? Yeah. <sighs> it was during that fight where you had to melee him a bunch. Mm -hmm. I sunk halfway into the floor and he couldn't hit me anymore. <laughs> oh, come on. Then I killed him and then hopped back out. Oh, my God.
I hate that boss so much. He gets you it's locked so in a QT that's like 30 seconds long. To uh-huh. uh, I, I eventually oh, yeah. stopped trying to dodge his Kmart market, the fell omen bullshit, where he's like, <laughs> I'm winding up for an attack. Pause. Now hit. I just, I just stood next to him and kept hitting him. I'm like, I've got enough items to heal through his damage. He doesn't hurt me fast enough. Yeah. I used the, uh, you get the, they're not plasmids, whatever the, the magic you get. Plasmids. You get the, the shield <laughs> plasmid. So uh-huh. I just used that and hit him with my knife repeatedly. Oh, wow. That, did you, uh, the shield thing had an upgrade that said you could like, it again was poorly phrased. It said something about turning it on and then turning it off and being able to hit enemies with it. I tried to get that but i don't i don't know if it actually if i went through with it i don't know if it worked uh, yeah i couldn't get it to work and then just replace the power yeah because so i think that the idea behind that one is supposed to splatter them with the stuff that makes them vulnerable to other stuff <laughs> but i don't i'm not even sure i didn't use that at all fair i only used it because i was on normal mode which is where everything has twice as much health for no reason. Yeah, by the yeah, way, that's that's, that's literal. Um, I lowered the boss during a boss fight, hit it with the axe once, and it deleted half of its health bar and a <laughs> tiny bit. And I'm like, holy shit. All the health in this game is literally twice as much as it should be. Yeah, that's why I didn't feel bad about turning it down. I'm like, I don't have the ammo for this. Like, I shouldn't yeah. have to shoot this thing 18 fucking times to kill it. It's a random enemy. Mm-hmm. I had an axe that was kitted out to the max, had a fucking elemental thing in it, and I was doing a charged overhead strike, and still a mini boss like creature that was not supposed to be extraordinary took 13 fully charged hits to kill, and I went, This was on easy. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. The no second way. time you had to fight that red thing in the theater, mm-hmm. I was like, Oh God, now I have to. And then I had a brilliant thought. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, it's really resistant to bullet damage. Rockets aren't bullets, right? <laughs> and oh. it turns out they are not. It's true. You got the rocket launcher. Yeah, right. it would have been nice to have the fucking rocket launcher. Oh, no. oh yeah. You're the I, only one who got the rocket launcher. Oh, right, hey, no. I got the blueprint in the last room of the game. I kept finding fucking rockets. I had 40 oh rockets in my fucking God. storage by the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, that game goes up a point if I had a rocket launcher. Did you at least I'm... get the rail gun? No. 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 What? There's a rail gun? There's a rail gun. Uh, it, like, once you build it, you cannot upgrade it. It chews through your energy, but it demolishes <laughs> machine bosses. Please look forward wow, to our fucking Atomic nice. Heart spoiler cast where Agro tells us what's in the game. <laughs> Agro, tell us the story about the railgun again. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be good. <laughs> this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Fucking, I got stuck in the ground once and it was strategically advantageous <laughs> to me. I was hoping his story was, don't worry, Dan, I got stuck in the ground only once, but it deleted my save files. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was somehow even worse than your shit you went through. With the power of the PS5, <laughs> playing Atomic Heart was amazing. Clearly, they just had malice that I only spent $1 on Game Pass to play their <laughs> video game. <laughs> Man, they uh, jumping ahead a bit to news. They announced uh, what was it, Exo Primal for Game Pass? And I said, "Oh no, I was going to play you on PlayStation, but now, mm. 
So if anyone ever wonders, does Game Pass really lose game sales? It doesn't across platforms, it, even. It absolutely does, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I might have actually bought Atomic Heart if it wasn't Game Pass. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was, I was planning on that, too. For review purposes, I was going to buy it and then share a copy with Bob, but then it was on Game Pass, and I'm like, oh, here's $1. Mm-hmm. Anyway, did you have anything else you want to save Atomic or say about Atomic Heart? Did you want to save it for something else at some other time? Yeah, no, I think uh, I, I think that'll do it. Okay, okay. Uh, did you have any other other games you've been playing? I mean, just more puzzling places continuing to be That's, immaculate. That's so good, isn't it? I actually I sat I sat my mother down uh, with a PSVR two Ooh. headset this week. Like I, uh, I put her in front of puzzling places and flashed back to when I got her to play Ocarina of Time when I was a kid and she, she couldn't navigate 3d space at all. Oh, really? So I'm watching, I'm watching her play puzzling places with only one hand and I'm having a stroke. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair it's it's a lot what was it uh handsome joe he kept playing star wars and for like 40 minutes we kept going use your other hand joe yeah (laughs) (laughs) because he was doing things he's like how am i supposed to operate this multi-tool and do this other thing and we're like with your hand (laughs) you have another one (laughs) um did she enjoy it yeah uh like by the time we were done she was she kept asking me how much a PS5 was. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, I mean, that, that boat ride in Horizon is a powerful thing. That's true. That is true. See, my mother is extremely motion sick. Mm. So I figured if she ever tried it, she would just be gone instantly. Frame one. She's the most motion sick lady I've ever known. Ever. So, jeez. I imagine even with PSVR 2 being as comfortable as it, as it is, mm-hmm. she's just out. Which is unfortunate because puzzling places is really damn cool. <laughs> I need to uh, buy some DLC because I don't. I don't feel like I'm deranged enough to really feel the need to get the platinum because that requires beating every puzzle in the entire game at 200 pieces or more. And while I can enjoy a 50 piece, a hundred piece, and maybe once in a blue moon a 200 piece, I don't want to do everything as a 200 piece that I've already done. Right. That's, that doesn't land for me. Oh, and I've solved every puzzle the game came with in case that was <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you got to get the most out of that battle pass. They did the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get the really hot skin for the sky gradient. <laughs> uh, that PS5 firmware came out, so that way you can transfer your Discord calls to your console. 1440p has VRR, but most importantly... It tells you how many hours you've played a game. So it told me, it was like, hey, you've played 18 hours of puzzling places. I'm like, that is correct. I have done that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we're talking about VR before I forget again. Uh-huh. I was able to find Savory's tacos on my PS5. Oh, right. Yes, we did need to mention this. The, the Feeding Saber Tacos VR game. He found it on his PS5. It is for some reason in the media tab. I believe it's still delisted. That's where all true art goes. <laughs> but I, 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 it let me download it and everything. I couldn't figure out where it put it. <laughs> I never thought, yeah, check the media tab. 
Yeah. Because this isn't a game. This is an experience. Do you want to watch Netflix, YouTube, or Feed Saver Tacos? It's always going to be option three. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Which is why it should get its own tab. Right. Fuck, can I, can I do both? Like, like in, instead of half paying attention to Netflix and dicking around on my phone, I can half pay attention to Netflix and feed Saber Tacos. You know, I haven't tried to put a video into VR space yet, but I feel like that should be possible. If only Saber could be fed tacos while you complete puzzles and puzzling places. I mean, I feel like then we just have the ideal game. Yeah, absolutely. Really what you need is like the skybox in puzzling places to support any sort of VR videos. God. That way I'm playing together at Jigsaw while weird internet porn's playing <laughs> in the back. I'm going to be honest, everyone. I don't know what you can get in a VR video format other than porn. <laughs> I know that on YouTube, people make gimmicky videos all the time. In VR, okay. at least, you know, five years ago, uh, 10 years ago. Now, I have no fucking idea because it's a media player. It's the PS4's media player and the PS5's media player, which means you've downloaded a video. <laughs> and I'm like, what else are you downloading a video of? I don't know. But anyways, Skybox that shit. <laughs> feel like there was some anime project that released like that was a 360 video but would they have let you download the video I don't file know. yeah i don't know because youtube streams that shit right i don't even know if they stream it to ps4 or ps5 but i know <laughs> they stream it somebody handed me one of those really bad headsets that are in fact just their phone in a cardboard box with plastic lenses once uh-huh and i was like man this is awful <laughs> I can't even see through the awfulness to see the goal anymore. It's just the awfulness. <laughs> Whereas with PSVR 1, I could see through the awfulness to see the goal, right? Right. I was like, oh man, this could be awesome. This sucks, but could be awesome. Uh, that's the only other thing you played? Yep. Uh, hey, Chris, what you been playing? Uh... I, I picked up Snake Pass on the PSN sale. Uh, I also picked up Dead Island Definitive Edition while we were talking just now. How much is it? <laughs> $3. I'm also going to go pick up the Definitive Edition. <laughs> well, of course, you got to stream it before Dead Island 2 comes out. You sure. just don't know the lore until you beat that. That's important. I mean, you got to play Dead Island Definitive Edition because it's the only Dead Island you're ever going to get for the rest of time. <laughs> Aggro, that's not even true now. There's also Dead Island Riptide, which I guess is a different game. It is a it different is. game. It's $60 when it first came out. And I went, are you serious? You really want me to pay? Hell, it looks isn't, like isn't, they have a bundle where you can get both for only $4.29. There's some other Dead Island where it's like got a cartoony art style to it. Is that like Escape Dead Island or something? Dead Island I, I think, Retro Revenge? What the fuck is this? I it's think 75 that's probably cents. Some, I think that's probably something made by the Retro City Rampage devs, I think. What? I'm adding that to the card. It's only 74 cents. Retro City Rampage was this um game that came out in 2012 that was like... GTA one and two it's like it's like gta but it's, it's full of video game parodies and it's like 8-bit looking imagine if the writer of big bang theory was also a web comic writer for gaming website and no that's that's a little that's a little that's a little high end 
I think it's, <laughs> I think you need to get closer to Matt Hazard. <laughs> yeah, okay, just say Matt Hazard. That's our good shorthand. It also had a sequel called Shakedown Hawaii. Yeah, that thing I, went which I, so. Nobody ever played. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like that went nowhere. No one ever talked about that. Wow, I saved twenty nine seventy five on buying this five dollars and twenty three cents of Dead Island products. By the way, I bought original and Riptide. Even though a bunch of people in chat said never play Riptide. <laughs> and that was the opinion back then, too. So that game must be fucking awful. Yeah, Dead Island fans didn't have a high standard by any means. But none of them seemed to like that. Yeah, I do wonder what makes Riptide so bad that Dead Island fans sit there and look at it and go, fuck this. Uh, anyway, back to talk, to talk about fucking Snake Pass. Um... You signed up that's for Snake really Pass. <laughs> Did you get it with a bag of chips? That's a that's that's a really neat game that I would play it all of uh, if it wasn't thirty frames a second. Yeah, that oh was God, my number one disappointment that. with that too. Yeah, on PS4, it's thirty frames per second. I was really sad because yeah. it looks beautiful at sixty. Like mm -hmm. it just looks beautiful. Let alone the gameplay value of running at sixty. <laughs> uh, so if I ever got it, it would be on PC because of that. Yeah. Uh, I also played I also played a bunch of like a dragon Ishin. Um I am in the the what I call the pre-game stage of playing, meaning I have been playing for 35 hours. Uh, <laughs> which which is where I do every single piece of side content before I actually start the story of the game. Uh to, because if I don't, my my brain says why'd you buy it? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you got to eat all the eggs. Eat all the eggs. Somebody has to eat all these eggs. Uh, luckily, I'm mostly through with that, and it's been pretty good. It, 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 it hasn't had any, like, egregiously terrible side content. It does have the funniest side content in any Yakuza slash Like a Dragon game, uh, where you become the third captain of the Shinsengumi. Uh, and they're like, and you're like, well, what are my, what are my duties? It's like, do Bloodborne Chalice Dungeons and kill bandits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's what I was playing in that demo? <laughs> yes. Because oh. there's this whole oh. side mode. Once you become the third, the third captain of the Shinsengu, the, the captain of the third squad of the Shinsengumi, which, by the way, I realized playing this that Soul Society is just based on the Shinsengumi. Oh, yes. yeah, that's super mm, yeah, apparent. And I'm like, oh, that's why Soul Society is such a fucking shithole. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's where all the trooper cards and shit come in. Where, where you get these, like, gotcha. There's, like, this gotcha-esque system where you equip cards that are special attacks. And in, in the original Japanese version, the original version they released back in 2014 that also had a PS3 version, you could only use them in the dungeons. And in this, in this, this, in this release, like, yeah, you can just use them whenever. Which is really insane because it, it's stuff like cast chain lightning. Jesus. Yeah, those things are goofy. There was one I got to use where you just like do a command man. Just do one. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> luckily, they were smart enough because they, they give you the free DLC that is the influencer troopers, which is like a bunch of streamers and a VTuber. And I posted that image on Twitter of like, this is killing me because it shows all of them that it's just it's just like kind of stylized anime person. Real guy, real guy, real guy, real guy, VTuber. <laughs> it's really sad Corona wasn't in there. Yeah. 
and those seemingly exist so you don't have to, a normal person doesn't have to engage with the gotcha shit at all. Because they, they come at the highest level of rarity and are all max level. <laughs> it, has, it, was, it has been fun a couple times where I just had to exclaim, save me, Kenny Omega, and then hit <laughs> the button to do uh, Kenny Omega's, <laughs> the thing he lets you do, which is like a giant laser blade slash that hits like everything in a 360 span. Jesus. <laughs> Because and it, which is like because his finisher in, in his wrestling finisher is what is called the one winged angel, mm. and in the game, uh, it is essence of one winged angel because that's what all the heat moves in Yakuza are called is essence of yes. blank. This game feels a lot better than the original. Not surprising. <laughs> uh, they run it. It ran at sixty, so it it's also just that like Unreal feels better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Part of it is also that I now understand the mechanics of the game because, of course, it was in fucking Japanese when I played the original. That might hurt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since this is by far the most RPG of any of these games outside the one that, you know, is literally a turn based RPG. Right. Mm. Like your gear matters. A weird. A lot. Uh, oh, yeah. It has damage numbers on by default. Good. <laughs> Uh, but even then, they're like, yeah, there's just a store that sells really high-end stuff that can carry you through almost the entire game if you buy it, so you don't even have to engage with the weird crafting system. The, the story's a lot of fun, and I like that um, every time, because they don't, like, they don't pull their punches on terminology at all. They ha they, they're like, we put in a glossary button that tells you what a term is in the, in the dialogue box when you see it. So no, we're not going to translate like Bakufu. Which is a term for the Shogunate. I mean, as long as they've got that, then it's fine, right? Uh, yeah, this is just like, it's a good Yakuza game. Or like a dragon game now. Uh, although it is definitely Tis somewhat a fine dated. lad. <laughs> it definitely feels dated in some ways uh, it has that problem that all the Yakuza spinoffs have which is the Yakuza games can punch way above their weight class production wise because they use everything they've ever used in the entire franchise <laughs> so yeah. like this game and I assume Kenzen I've never played it though the PS3 one where you're, where you're Miyamoto Musashi mm -hmm. or um God, or, or the Fist of the North Star one, mm -hmm. where it's like, we have to do all new things. And it's like, oh, you can, this is so cheap looking in so many places. Yeah, it would have been really cool if Dynasty Warriors nailed that idea down of doing the same thing over and over makes it look better and better and better. Mm -hmm. it, like, th this Japanese city is just like hallways. Because it's like, and, and, there, and there's not like very good prop placement because in the other games, the, the city is full of props. And even though you can put away your sword and, and just pick shit up and hit people with it, there's not very many of those anywhere. Yeah, I was going to say, is it literally just Kamurocho, but <laughs> reskinned? No, it's, for it's, it's a whole new, it's a whole new, it's a whole new uh, environment. This is the funniest game for the cure you never killed anyone meme mm -hmm. because you have a gun. Right. 
Right. So I assume he just kills people in this game, right? No, no, you will. You will riddle somebody with bullets in a heat action. And then after the fight, they're doing the patented Yakuza. My stomach hurts. So I'm leaning over slightly with my hand over my stomach. The, the heat moves are like shoving the sword straight through him, though, right? Yeah, there's a there's a heat move where you where somebody's on the floor and you put your your foot on their face and shoot them in the chest and then stab them in the stomach and then it cuts to them holding their gut like, oh, we're sorry, sir. I shouldn't have eaten that ice cream. Oh. God, that's uh, the gun is really funny because the gun carries the spirit of uh, Ghost of Tsushima, or I guess Ghost of Tsushima unintentionally carried the spirit of this game because it came out, you know, four, five years before Ghost of Tsushima, six years. Because the gun, the the gun is a ranged weapon, and it, it you know, mm -hmm. you're safe when you're using it. So to compensate, it doesn't stagger enemies very much, unless you use the special flame rounds. Yes. <laughs> and you shoot someone with one of these special flame rounds and they catch on fire and fall down screaming. And you can just shoot them while they're on the ground. Why didn't Eisen think of lighting the Cerate on fire? Just literally lighting every <laughs> motherfucker in there on fire. It seems to work out in so many things. <laughs> you like there's probably a large number of soul reapers that are immune to fire. <laughs> No, it's just in Pachi. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, He's just fun, immune, it's, period. <laughs> it's fun to see uh, all the Yakuza characters transplanted onto these historical figures. It's really funny that uh, Majima is uh, Okita Soji and is just Kinpachi. Like he's the, Ooh. I'm the captain with the eye patch who loves murder. And, and, is, and is objectively like the strongest guy here. Cool. I, I'm surprised he didn't go with someone prettier. Because... Isn't Akito Soji usually depicted as like an incredibly pretty man? Yes. Yeah, but Bleach is really cool. <laughs> there ain't there ain't very many pretty guys in the Shinsengumi in this game because it's all these guys that are modeled after real Japanese actors, mm -hmm. and they were in the Yakuza game, so they're all like forty. <laughs> but yeah, it's been fun, especially since so many of the side quests go into. Meiji restoration period history and politics which I didn't which I don't really know that didn't really know that much about like I before playing this game I didn't even know that the Shinsengumi were a right wing death squad mm -hmm. because media loves just portraying them as a bunch of guys hanging out <laughs> it's true yeah I was introduced to a lot of that for Rowan Kenshin which is one of the few ones where they are like pretty portrayed as the enemies <laughs> Meanwhile, I learned that through the, the Rurani Kenshin movies. <laughs> uh, I, I'm very upset because one of the, 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 the boss of chapter two is, uh, I forget the fucking historical character's name, but it's the, it's, it's the guy from two, the villain from Yakuza 2. And you fight him in a bathhouse and you're both naked. And there's, a, uh, there's like a, a, a set piece in the middle of the fight where you do a sumo charge and grapple. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kiryu slaps his ass. Mm-hmm. And they upped the steam in this new version, so you don't see him slap his ass. Oh yeah, <laughs> literally 1984. Yeah, I remember people tweeting about that. That that's totally insane. What's the world come to where I, you can't play a video game where a man slaps another man's ass? But this this definitely feels better game feel wise than the original by a lot. Um. 
It's sure one of the Yakuza game where side quests don't give you anything that valuable, though. Because <laughs> normally they give you experience. But in this one, they give you... It's called Virtue? Which lets you buy... Like, you can sprint longer. Or it, it lets you buy a bunch of upgrades for the farm you get. And the farm is how you get money and upgrade materials by fulfilling orders for vegetables. Uh, I played this and thought, wow, it'd be really cool if they did this for Kinzen. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, or even, uh, or even the PSP spinoffs that are about like a street fighting t street tough. And then in, 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 in looking that up, I'm like the director of the series already said, we're not doing any more of these. Oh, that's weird. You they think that this would be like that go-to thing to do more of them as they dream games. Maybe, maybe, maybe they'll go back to it because they still have to remember they have two things coming out like semi recent, semi soon. Yeah, yeah. They're announced, but, but they, but he, he made some comment like we, we want to look towards the future of the franchise and not devote a bunch of resources to remaking old games. Which makes sense, but I'd really like those two PSP ones because they seem interesting and different. Yeah, or at least Kinzen. I think those PSP ones got fan translations eventually. But that's like the yeah, only it'd, way it'd, to play. It'd be cool now. if they weren't PSP games. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, seeing like the because then they could use all the Kamurocho stuff they made. Because I'm pretty sure those games are still set in there. And she... yeah, they're still set in Kamurocho, so they could use all that stuff. I'm trying to think if I if I have anything else important to say. Those Chalice dungeons are real bad. Yeah, that that gave me a pretty bad impression of the game because that's pretty much all that's in the demo. Like, yeah it's weird luckily you don't have to do them at all it, i i don't know what was up with everybody wanting to do like these weird and they're not actually procedurally generated they're just made from parts stuck together mm -hmm. but they're all the same cave system oh really i thought there'd be at least a different skin to it maybe there's different skins later on but the first like 15 missions are in these same caves and they That's... get pretty hard because they lean on the RPG mechanics hard. So enemies just start doing enormous amounts of damage. Yeah, even that demo, they were like, the enemies took way too many hits. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, if you, if my advice is go to uh, the slum district that you go to fairly early on, there's a weapon seller who sells a katana that will carry you through most of the game and let you instantly kill guys in a lot of in a lot of places. And that certainly helps. That's good. I'm surprised to and hear you say it's actually smoother than the original because it, it still feels pretty clunky on some of those sword styles of like, okay, these moves don't link together at all and I can't dodge out of anything. See, I'm talking, when I use Wild Dancer, the gun and, so, the gun and sword style, mm -hmm. that's like the that feels like the best crowd control style they've ever made because every single thing can be canceled into every other thing. That's good. And, and maybe, maybe some of that stiffness goes away once you start upgrading because there are things on the, on the skill trees like you can now, these things are now faster. You can now cancel out of this. Okay, yeah. Sometimes they do get in a situation like that. I sure I sure don't like the uh the skill trees in this though. Having four is too many. Yeah, they did that for a few of them, didn't they? 
And at least in Yakuza Zero, which also does the multiple skill trees things, you just level up with money. Mm -hmm. And in this, each have their own experience bar you get from using it, but there's you also have an overall level that gives you generic upgrade points. Okay. And it feels a little bit overly confusing because it, it's that fucking problem of, man, I got so many experience points for this style. I'm so cool and strong. Time to not use it for five hours so I can level up the other styles, which is not a, a good thing for any game to do. Yeah. I'm not trying to think if I played anything else. Other than, I think it was just me going, just going down. Oh, this is a real one-to-one -one remake, though, outside the game feel being better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Down to them uh, not just giving you a fucking, not just putting the side quests on your map. Oh, no. I don't understand why th this franchise has been resistant to that for so fucking long. I don't think it was until Kiwami 2 that they figured out, no, just people want to play our side quests. Just mark them on the map. But it won't be as cool if you just if you don't find it naturally. That sounds like a Xenoblade tier thing. Yeah. Because Xenoblade 1 doesn't do that either. Right. Luck, so I, luckily, luckily, we live in the age of uh, the only way for gaming websites to survive is now to put up guides for every single game that comes out. <laughs> so you can just put in Ishin sub story guide and just and just do them as they become available as you go through the chapters. Yeah, it's really fucked up that I see like the degradation and um what what is it? the erosion of game journalism being an important institution being replaced by a thing I value so infinitely more. Like, yeah, of course, let's fill the internet with information, literal information about <laughs> these games. It'd be nice if Google did their fucking job and just uh, didn't have anything written by an algorithm pop up in search results ever. Yes, that would be great because it lies to me nonstop. Yeah. That's really not I forget, okay. I forget I forget who tweeted, but somebody tweeted like, well, we now, I now can't answer my phone because only scammers call me. I only receive emails from scammers. And when I Google search something, I have to go to the fifth result before I actually look at it because the first four, first four are scams. Yep. Now it's pretty bad. Uh, what was it? OBS. Somebody actually found a way to game the Google search results, whether paying them or not, to get their virus put at the top returns for OBS, of all things. Wow. And then Google's like, oh, sorry, we did a fucky-wucky, and then fixes it, and it's like... Oh, wow, it's, it's almost like when corporations are allowed to get too big to the point where... Uh... They don't need any one of their individual tentacles to live. All of their tentacles become really shitty and poorly managed. Yeah. Yeah, it's 2023. You are one of the most uh, valuable companies in the world. What the fuck? <laughs> that is not acceptable behavior for that company. Oh, and, and Sony finally tricked me into upgrading my PS Plus. Sorry, by which no. I mean, by which I mean, uh, I tried to buy a game on, on a PSN sale and they went, uh, just for you, we're going to cut the price of the upgrade so it's less than what this game costs and the game is on it. Oh no. <laughs> what game? And I was like, uh, I think it was Vampire because I'm like, I want to buy this oh, and, play it and stream Vampire. it at some point. Well, I was going to stream it and then <laughs> okay. I looked at the list of at the list of these games and I'm like, well, there's several of these that I would like to stream at some point. So I guess I might as well just upgrade. 
it they 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 knocked it down to like twenty four dollars. Bob, I'm trying to remember uh, that uh that 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 game where the game time travels forward in VR when you blink. That's on PlayStation Plus Plus, right? I think that I think. was launching on that. I I can't remember. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that was. Wasn't it a Chi that was launching on PlayStation? Oh yeah, Plus Cha. Plus? Yeah. So there you go. Cha is gonna be great. Look forward to the shop spoiler cast. Yeah, this uh, took too long to come out. We're hoping by doing content on it, it will seal it in the chamber and we will never again hear about it. They announced DLC. We had a plan. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all I've been playing. I just played a bunch of Yakuza Ishin. Uh Here's our mid-podcast mid food segment. Bob and I tried the uh, Dr. Pepper with strawberries and cream. Uh, I, I did diet... I did one of the normal. He did the normal exclusively because he doesn't like diet soda. Did either of our other co-hosts try the Dr. Pepper with strawberries and cream? No. Cases of soda are $8. Yeah, no, I, I felt yeah. like trying it would be bullying Vox, so. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Would you like to see the image I sent Vox of the giant display at the local Walmart? Full of that? <laughs> I said it to her and she's like, no! This is really funny. Uh, it's okay, though. She realized uh, 10 minutes after, or I guess it was like four minutes after I said that, she searched up local grocery stores and realized, oh, this one has them. <laughs> she went to get that that day. Uh, I think it's really good, and I think I would even recommend this to people who don't like Dr. Pepper because it is so much lighter than most Dr. Peppers. It really does replace a lot of the flavor with the strawberry and cream. Yeah, it's real different. You could easily give me the soda, and I would never guess it was a Dr. Pepper. Uh, it doesn't, like a lot of flavors, like fruit flavors, especially when they're added to a drink, taste kind of heavy or syrupy or bad. But I honestly think this one's just really light and nice. Like, I don't know. Even, even the normal one wasn't like, you know, they have cherry vanilla Dr. Pepper. Mm -hmm. That is a very heavy, <laughs> syrupy drink. And this works out great. Anyways, I enjoyed it. Bob, did you? Yeah, I like it. I hope they keep it around. Oh, uh, hashtag ag, hashtag sponsored. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is a fucking joke. Man, could you imagine Dr. Pepper was paying us to say Dr. Pepper is good? Oh, this reminded me of a food thing I have to review. <laughs> oh, what's that? I ate caramel cold brew M&Ms that have the racist M&M on it. The purple one, the new purple one. That throws her drinks at Starbucks employees oh. when they get it wrong. Oh, uh, that's tragic. Oh, no. I need to look up the purple M&M. <laughs> They're like mocha Skittles. Oh. Huh. Because the center is caramel, but it's like a very, very processed caramel because it has to be totally shelf-stable. Like, it can't get hard right. when it's cold. It mm -hmm. can't get runny if it's warm. So it just has the texture of the inside of a Skittle. Weird. Oh. And it still has chocolate and coffee, so it's like this is a mocha flavored Skittle. This sounds pretty badass, aside from the Skittle part. I may still do it. I will almost certainly never eat these ever again. <laughs> That's a really high recommendation. <laughs> yeah, I like Skittles, so maybe I'd like this. But would you like caramel Skittles? I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> So do they get stuck in your teeth like Skittles do? You can fit a whole Skittle in your teeth? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever had the experience of Skittles getting caught in my teeth. 
Yeah, it's just when you mash them up, or at least when I like chew them, they become a paste that's really sticky. Yes, they don't have that because the the shelf stable caramel has a like never changes consistency or texture. Oh. You kind of just chew it and it vanishes. Weird. Yeah, they they were very strange. No joke. After we're done with Big Think, I'm gonna go check the local grocery store to see if I can find some. <laughs> I I got it at a Family Dollar. Oh, interesting. Yeah, he tweeted about it. And I was like, oh, I should try that, and then it left my mind entirely. <laughs> it was just fucking gone. Probably because I had been up for 22 hours and they, ate a double tap. <laughs> I I say Skittle, but like they're boneless Skittles. Like they're a Skittle with a little bit less of the volume you'd expect. It, it, it's it's strange. Yeah, this sounds really weird. This, this is one of those Skittles that isn't voluminous. <laughs> <laughs> is your Skittle razzled? Here, use this conditioner. <laughs> you can get true voluminous <laughs> Skittles. Anyways, you done talking about that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that means we need to talk about the Pod Lords. Oh, fuck. I don't think I'm ready. Podlords. Let's see if the Podler screen is set up correctly. No, really, really, really wasn't not. Oh, shit. It's kind of right. Now it looks perfectly right. That's right. It's time for the Podlords. I didn't have enough lyrics to fill the rest of these notes. Yes, that's right. The Podlords. Podlords such as E. Lee Broyles. New puppy alert. Her name is Daisy Marie. Nice. Aww. Look at that puppy. <laughs> puppy, puppy, puppy. Red Blaze 27. Suzu Shiro. BN12. Shibuya Gato. I'm taking a hardline stance against Silly Dillo. I do not like that Silly Dillo. Thank Twitter. you. <laughs> one or one shades of wonderful remastered. WTF Spider-Man. Adraco is playing Dungeons of Ether for the hot sh I mean plot. See, before I screen cap this, I was like, Char, like Char Asnable, you misspelled it. <laughs> then, I, then I pulled up the image and went, no, you did not. <laughs> Big ass icicle. Mm, wow. Yeah, that's that's like breaking off and javelin a man to death with this ice. <laughs> yeah, it's like a throw a rock at it to get it down otherwise, because it's unsafe otherwise. Right? This is a horror movie weapon. Or a murder mystery weapon. Ooh. You decide. Yeah, this is that shit you notice in the first minute of a Conan episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was thinking about the Conan episode when it's the two-parter. They're up in the, the mountains and stuff. Yeah, anyway. Look at these scrunkos from the Arcanites Monster Hunter collab. Those are pretty scrunko core. Hmm. Hmm. Do they die in a war like half the fucking characters in Arcanites? <laughs> <laughs> DFW3K. If it's called Sons of the Force, then why are there so many multi-limbed women trying to kill me? 
Yo, these women got multiple <laughs> limbs? Whoa, not many of them. That's crazy. Shiny Mew. Real quick, on this image, it looks like he's giving the thumbs up. Like, I know he's supposed to be holding something. It looks like he's holding a crucifix. What is this game? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, it I does look, look into like this. It. It's got women with multiple limbs. <laughs> you know, that's what I like. I'm attracted to women with multiple limbs. It's like one of those 80s dating videos. <laughs> I mean, like, not exclusively, but that is also a thing that I enjoy. <laughs> Kristen. Kyle Bjork. Oh, I have to watch Biodome. Good. You really don't. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> you we had not. to. But if you are going to watch Biodome, it's dangerous to go alone. Please take this commentary track. Iron Aggro. Bligged Blue. Schligged his poo. Monster Hunter. Ryzen. And Raiden? You know what? Sure. Sleep paralysis Pikachu, track my sleep. Who gives a shit anymore? This <laughs> <laughs> is like, like, I have a bedtime monster. <laughs> it's not horror if you just give in. I <laughs> I saw a comic where someone was like, yeah, I'll sleep with Reggie Guy, I guess, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cooper Tank. The plan. Whoa, long edition. Oh, mm, impressive. Uh, great job. <laughs> I can't, I'm looking forward to Jinkaria being the villain in Ghost of Tsushima 2. <laughs> <laughs> I kept drinking Peepsy, and now I'm not a chop goblin anymore. No. Yes. You have ascended to finally nature's worked, ultimate it finally form. Out, sort of. I don't I don't know if that's a sort of. You have so many more polygons, but at what cost? <laughs> Stay silly, my friend. Indigo Sykes. Drive typecast. To feel sincerely kaijin. Is that a Sega Dreamcast? Why is that wrestler got a Sega Dreamcast? Is that a European Dreamcast? I, blue. Yeah, I think so. I don't... I don't know what's going on. A match made in hell. <laughs> yeah. The worst part is Bob and I ate ours before they gave away Diablo 4 beta codes. Yeah, how dare oh, they oh, oh. put this promotion out one day two days after. after they start serving the sandwich? Yeah. What are you I doing? Don't. I'm so upset. I'm not buying another one. No, God, no. Don't do that. Spiff gave me a beta code, though, because he ate a double down today. <laughs> he had to try it after such high recommendations of VRC6 got violently ill, but insists it had nothing to do with the double down. <laughs> I have some bad news for you. <laughs> a raccoon whose birthday is today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I'm not cutting to the image, so I really, I really like this text uh, being read over this image. Is this a raccoon? Also, <laughs> play Paradise Killers, super rad and criminally underappreciated. The Superman. Um, hmm. 
Do not look upon him. He is not worth your time. Look into my eyes. <laughs> Silliness is temporary. The plan is forever. Jeez. <laughs> Looks like he's wearing a hat. No. Yes. He's like a Disneyland worker. <laughs> yeah. Saraline. Tomothy Fister, Platinum Pizza Tower, and he'll do it again the second it comes out on consoles. Bearded Joe. Pleochrome. Krunglespum. Lord Richter has recovered from COVID after the nightmare two weeks. Take care of yourselves, folks. Good shit. Yeah. Dog. Eight years. Lopment. <laughs> I'm glad you got better. Yeah. I'm glad that the recent strains are a lot less violent. Yeah. I will make myself extra picturesque. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, you're just playing a 3D platformer, and then that fills your entire 55-inch OLED. <laughs> Horrifying. Did you know that the second SpongeBob movie uses CGI to make them look realistic? See the one in the background, Bob? Yeah. That is, in fact, Plankton. Okay, If I you look so. closely, you can see him at the top. But was this a real movie or a TV movie? Because the first SpongeBob movie was an actual movie. I think the second one was also an actual yeah, movie. Yeah, I feel like I saw trailers for this. Yeah. Wild. Yeah, I, I don't know what they were thinking. I didn't watch it. Any SpongeBob movies? Yeah, I think there is a third one. I don't know if the third one's a feature film. Like, I don't know if it went to theaters. I don't know. Either way, I'm just happy that Bob went through that SpongeBob stream and he was like, oh, SpongeBob seems pretty good. I was like, yeah, we should watch SpongeBob. Look forward to our SpongeCast. <laughs> is SpongeBob SquareCast? Do you think they would sue for that? Probably. Okay. All right. Guard dogs bark. The watchtower spotlight is bright. A Canadian master disguise will help me sneak through the dark of night. Why? Why is Mike Myers breaking the Riddler out of prison? <laughs> I'm giving up. I'll change the, by the bit. For now, enjoy this apple bunny. This is a very cute apple bunny. It is. What's that I'm, from? I'm kinda, yeah, I'm kind of scared. It's like some actually some horrible insect monster. <laughs> Thank you very much to our pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod. Thank, Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. And if you'd like to become a pod lord. You can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gbpodcast. For as little as $5 a month, you get access to many benefits, such as early access to Chugging Bleach and Pokemon Go to the Movies, our two monthly anime review podcasts. We're going to review five episodes or more of Bleach at a Time or a Pokemon movie, one a month. Uh, these Both these shows will continue forever until we're, until we're all dead. And then AIs will pretend to be us and generate reviews of movies that don't exist. I don't know, Bob. I think Jirachi and Celebi were terrible in this one when they stole that money from the bank. <laughs> no. 
You also get a cut content from other shows when indeed such things exist. And you get a patron exclusive show one a month where you get to vote on what good or bad thing we have to watch and then talk about. Uh, that's why why you if you give money to our Patreon right now, there's an episode about Biodome right there. You can you can eat it, I guess, if you want it. Just sitting <laughs> on the counter. Uh, you also get a movie, Isolation 119, an entire movie that is only available through our Patreon. It is an astounding movie of a man traveling to Thailand for a tax write-off. <laughs> and, I, and I guess to solve the injury of his brother, not death, injury. Yeah, I don't... The, very the, confusing. Of, the, the serious self-inflicted injury of his brother's pain. <laughs> but but most of what he does is is drink beers and then go, man, I've been here for six weeks and all I've done is drink these beers. I haven't investigated anything at all. And then he continues to not investigate things. <laughs> and he destroys a Mac. <laughs> a part of the movie many people may forget oh man i think i'm due for another viewing i think it's time i think it's been oh, long God. enough i think it's time uh but all that and more at patreon.com slash gb podcast and if you don't have any money it always helps us immensely to tell your friends rate us on thursdays like this video on youtube right now review us on your favorite podcast app of choice right now and uh j- just just tell people the inf- internet is infinitely dense in any guidepost cell patreon.com We've got news. Uh, Let's start with aggro news. Aggro. (laughs) Something about the way I said that. Maybe I'm just a broken person. Maybe think of Skinner from the AI generated fucking Steam Dance. Hey, aggro, what's your news? That's definitely damage that you have sustained uh, because of the media you consume and the way you consume it. Yep. Absolutely. I blame the media. So, in in news that was exciting uh, when I first heard it and then became less so later on, uh, they announced The Outer Worlds is is finally getting a a fancy next-gen or current-gen version, an update. A, uh, Outer Wor- the Outer Worlds Spacer's Choice Edition comes with the DLC. If you already own the DLC, it comes with a $10 upgrade. It's 60 otherwise. Turns out, uh, it runs like shit on everything. <sighs> everything. Impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Me with the 4090. I'm built different. End mm. of cyberpunk edge runners. <laughs> <laughs> the outer what worlds? So are we. And they like <laughs> <to> <laughs> <hate> it. <laughs> That's insane. No, yeah. This uh, game was running on PS4. Yeah. yeah, it was. I was I was so looking forward to actually getting this and booting it up and seeing load times just annihilated. Seemingly what happened is that Obsidian isn't involved in these at all. Yes. It's the publisher. Oh. That's actually what I was going to theorize because Bob and I had the conversation of who's the publisher of the new edition? Is it Microsoft? Mm-hmm. The answer is no. It's the original yeah. publisher. Ergo, my theory was going to be they wanted to milk a little bit more money out of it and did a hack job not involving Obsidian at all. That is sad that that is what happened. Oh, that sucks hard. So uh, (sighs) we'll see if they patch it. Uh, If not, this will remain a tragedy. Pay $10 to make your game not run. It still seems insane. It's really good, and I want to do another playthrough with a different build. Yeah. I still haven't played the game, and uh, at first when I was hearing news about this, I was like, oh, that sounds great. I would love to 
get an even better experience than the people who played it years ago just to pretend there was a reason I didn't play it then other than I was too fucking busy. Mm -hmm. No. No, now I can play the ruined version. It's also, it seems weird to be like $60 for a game that doesn't have, it seems like minimal upgrades. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And DLC for a game that came out years ago. Oh, yeah. No, that's insane. That's some Nintendo shit. Right? It's like, you're not Nintendo. This is, this isn't even Bitch, a this ain't game. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Is, is there an <laughs> upgrade path? Uh, yeah. If Jordan, you have the DLCs. Yeah. Uh, it's $10. Oh, mm. If you have both DLCs, it's $10. Uh-huh. You need the DLCs? Yeah. It's like, if you've really bought it, then we'll let you pay us more to upgrade. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> What is going on over there? Yeah, it's it's uh it was it was already a little bullshit and then it didn't fucking run. Right, <laughs> right? exactly. <laughs> so it's an extra layer of like what the fuck is going on, you guys? Honestly, considering how much Obsidian has not been involved with any of the other versions of this game, this or the Switch version. Are they even get the developers of Outer Worlds 2? I'm sure they're going to be the developers. Um are I- they? Because I, I imagine know. the publishers will want that to ship on more things than just Xbox. It, part of me thinks that probably the way the contracts were written. Then again, this is technically Take Two, isn't it? It's it's a their, private division, is which that take is two? Take Two. Yeah, okay. they tricked us. Okay, bastards. Took me years to figure out that I was Take Two. We're not in the NES era anymore. This is this is illegal, right. <laughs> Bob. This isn't this isn't a claim. It's or this isn't Konami. It's Ultra Games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I have to... Part of me wants to believe the IP would have stayed with Obsidian because the sequel was announced and I think that was handled, the trailer and stuff, by Obsidian. But I could absolutely be wrong on that. Yeah, I don't remember anymore. I assumed it was back then, but who knows? Oh, is the sequel being handled by LJN? Chat saying LJN's handling this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Hey, Bob, when's our death stream of nothing but games the AVGN has reviewed? I don't know, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, what a horrible... <laughs> it's, a, it's a good way to die. It's a good way to die. You're going to get to Dick Tracy and just throw yourself off a cliff. Okay, there's an Outer Worlds 2, uh, like, page on Obsidian's website. Okay. Yeah, okay. Look, It's only announced cool. for Xbox <laughs> and Windows 10. Um, yeah, and that's the thing. That's that's what I remembered being the case. So, yeah, it really is just the publisher had the rights to one and is going to milk it for more money because they don't care about the image anymore because two's I, coming out and they don't get any of that. I don't know. I, I feel like they mentioned something about two, too, like the original publisher was still involved. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah, be I think nightmare. the publisher is... Uh, the publisher is where the two fallout guys were i think because that was part of the original pitch is that uh oh really we got we have guys from fallout huh but maybe maybe i'm entirely off base and they're not involved at all that's always possible uh quick question from chat will that out be be out before or after avowed uh nothing is ever coming out (laughs) so don't ask (laughs) these are xbox games they're not really renounced (laughs) Yeah, like it's real when we see gameplay, and even then, maybe not. Yeah, what was you brought up? Was it you or Chris or Agro who brought up like the PS5 announcement? Yeah, I think it was Chris. Chris, Yeah, yeah, it was me. Yeah, because I was just thinking like, where's Fable? 
Where's Avowed? Where's Everwild? Where's all this shit you announced? Every single thing at the initial PS5 reveal, except for um, sixteen, except for Pragmata and sixteen. And Pragmata. And Pragmata was obviously so far out. I had hardly counted. But once once sixteen comes out, it'll be every single thing that Sony had a hand in, at least. Yeah. Uh, um, the Final Fantasy sixteen wasn't shown off until that second thing for the PS5, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't even an initial oh, reveal. But they, both of those were before launch. Yes. So you can view it in that. Yes. Lens. If you take, if you take it, then I'm sure. Shit, there's man! Other if games. you want to only include the first reveals, remember the first fucking conference for the Xbox didn't even have next gen looking games, and all of those have come out. I'm pretty sure because it was mostly third parties, and they're like, "So, how are you leveraging the power of our platform?" And the person for the developers like, "Next." <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> wasn't that the medium guys? Just like, yeah. not answering that. <laughs> What's your favorite part of your game? Key shippable. Excuse me. Next. <laughs> oh man, yeah, do you was... think we'll ever see it? An interview is awkward again. It's like... Yeah. Yes. Yes. And you want me to say? <laughs> you want me to say what it's gonna be? It's going to be the press cycle around the next models of Xbox no! series coming out next year. No! That oh. I I remain convinced that will not happen just because nobody's going to go. We'd like to lose five hundred dollars per console. Well, if you never engineer these things to go down in price, and halfway through a gen, you can start winning the horsepower race. You have anything to claim that is better about your console than your competition. Except, except you're still not meaningfully winning it because you made the Series S. Well, that's for people who want to hold back the Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> exactly. Exclusively that. The console's for big haters of Baldur's Gate 3. That's all it's... The, you know, the, the Xbox Series S2 might be more powerful than an Xbox One X GPU-wise in a way that's definitive and meaningful. So then it could probably run Baldur's Gate 3 split-screen correctly. So there you go. Anyways, that's, that's my theory. Uh, if somebody held a gun to my head and seriously was about to blow my brains out and they go, you need to correctly guess every Xbox game like first party that ships this year, I would just break into tears and go, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Cause I'm pretty sure Starfield's gonna make it. Uh slight spoilers for later news. It's, it's delayed. Um, um but aside from that, Starfield and Redfall, Redfall feels like it. Yeah. But hey, yeah. maybe Forza, maybe. I mean Hellblade 2 isn't, but Forza maybe. Hellblade 2, no way. I mean, they haven't shown it. Maybe it's just done. Maybe, it's, maybe they're just so excited to just release a game. Could it. you imagine Microsoft gets so galaxy brain? They start lying about putting a year of polish on their games. Because you know how sometimes a developer will be done with a game way in advance uh -huh. and just spend like eight to nine months polishing it. Like it would be so Halo funny. Yeah, that's their version. <laughs> yeah, that's their pitiful version of that. That was e easily like called out as bullshit because we saw the E3 showing. Mm -hmm. We're like, no, I think that's the answer to that. No. Anyway, so I don't know what's up with them for the rest of this year. That's it. Let's move on. Uh, what's your other news? Agro. 
uh, that sound you hear off in the distance, the that is the opposite of a bang, that sounds more like a whimper, is the sound of the latest WoW update for Dragonflight 10.1 Embers of Neltharion, which officially allows cross-faction guilds as Shit the player base shrinks. Rough. And the game slowly dies. So not even just cross-platform, like, or cross-race, faction, combat and stuff. It, it, in quests, you can literally make a guild yeah, across factions. Yeah. That's crazy. It, it, see, it seems, I, I did more research, they have not gone to the extent where you can just, um, like, hop into the match me with people for this and go cross-faction yet. That is not cross-faction yet. It is exclusively like if you're you can team up if like you're on each other's friends lists or you're in a guild, but they have not had to pull the trigger on matchmaking yet. But that feels like it's going to be soon. Mm -hmm. I have no idea if uh, if they made a, a story or a lore reason for this to be possible because <laughs> it is 2023 and I'm not playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> Wow, really? <laughs> Shocking. Uh, I, I I might if they if they make a Mr. Pandaria classic. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you can't stop me. Even then uh, you wouldn't just, be playing uh, modern Warcraft. My, my brain is That's like, true. what no, Mr. Pandaria is too recent. That came out in oh god, no, shut the fuck 2011. up. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh I, I have to say that the idea of cross-faction guilds makes my skin crawl. Uh-huh. Uh, those people should not be allowed into our pristine cities oh, and oh, that's, muddy um, our servers. Oh, oh, no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> look, I, look, like, I, I've got a lot of friends on the other faction. Mm -hmm. All right? Some of my best friends are cross-faction. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Would you say some of them are one of the good ones? Is that what you're heading towards here? No. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, Third Verse announced a VR game in development. Uh, three of the key people who are having meetings about it, creating this VR game that uh, seemingly is going to run on the Quest and the PSVR 2. Because both of those are in the screenshot of them having the meetings. Are from the Soul Sacrifice team? That's weird. Yeah, so like it's it's a lot of those people and Sony Japan people. Um, one of them was the producer on Demon Souls remake and a bunch of Japan studio stuff. So like, you know, Team Asabi's uh, Astro Rescue Mission, uh huh, uh, stuff like that. Bunch of Sony Japan stuff, and then special thanks to the original Demon Souls, but producer on the remake. A little confusing there, but yeah, they're talking about it. Has been. Let me read the quote. Okay, from, uh, and I'll, I'll say the names real quick in case anyone recognizes any of them. Teruyuki Toriyama, Ko Okamura, and uh, Teruhiro uh, Shimogawa. Anyways, they're working on that. And uh, Teruhiro said on Twitter, it has been 10 years since we introduced Spinal Excalibur to the world. And I'm like, that's not, that's not a game. What is that? And I Google it. It's like, it's a soul sacrifice weapon. <laughs> what the fuck? Is that and a it, Moonlight Greatsword? Yes, this is their Moonlight Greatsword. We are working hard to create a new story and project that will also be handed down for the next 10 years. And I'm like, that didn't, that didn't happen. That didn't happen with soul sacrifice. And then I thought about, man, it's really weird that that was never ported to PS4. 
yeah, I guess they were just like, we don't need a low budget looking Monster Hunter on a home console. At the same time, that other one from Tecmo Koei came over. That's true. Tecmo Koei's well, crazy. Den? Yes. Was that? Okay. Wild Hearts yeah, and negative. They did, and they just did Wild Hearts, which is... Which <laughs> wild Hearts and had obscene, bizarre technical problems. Like, the further you get into the game, it just starts to run slower. Ooh. <laughs> like, well, it there, starts to do arcade-style slowdown. <laughs> wild Hearts Zero colon Tokiden. <laughs> That's the full title. Um, but yeah, anyways, I thought that was interesting. Um, God knows they, they make some interesting games. And also, I would like to note Derecine, the uh, FromSoft VR game, was also handle, handled by that producer Cool at Sony Japan. So I'm really interested to see what exactly they're going to turn out um, because VR fucking rules and everything in VR is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope they go with less gross aesthetic than Soul Sacrifice. But other than that, I'm up for whatever they got. Sure. I don't. <laughs> just to be yeah, clear, you, just, I want, you want to be this close to your hand ripping out the spines all right cool. I'm, I'm good with anything i didn't stop playing resident evil 8 because it was scary i stopped playing resident evil 8 because i really don't like the opening <laughs> i really like the castle and i like the stuff around nicholas cage <laughs> but i don't really love a lot of what else is in resident evil 8 there. Yeah. So that that's why I stopped playing that. Not because it was spooky. Uh Average Joe started chat with it. Meanwhile, nobody cares about Freedom Wars. That's just a fact. You can look that up on Wikipedia and it's it's got fucking annotations and everything. <laughs> the citation, this website, which is everyone.com, agrees. Anyways. Uh man, Bob, you have a lot of fucking news. Yeah. Um, should I go to Chris? Oh, Chris, Chris also, also has a time. Fucking... Yeah. At least one one of mine is just <laughs> listing every game in something. Okay. Uh, we will go to Bob then. Sure. So GameStop canceled all in-store pre-orders for Resident Evil 4 collector editions. <clears throat> Why? They apparently had some glitch in their pre-order system where they overordered and they, they couldn't fulfill them. That's they, it? That's it. That's it. Uh-huh. And they also said they also like the initial announcement was just all the in-store ones. And then they're like, and some online orders. So this I assume there was some greater issue here. No, just pure incompetence, it seems like. Because I guess that this thing got announced while they were transferring over to a new backend system. Yeah, the one Microsoft's helping them do. I forgot about that. Yeah, I remember there being rumblings of us switching to a new system back when I worked there. So I guess they're finally going Oof. through with it, and this is what's the first thing that's happened with it, basically. So what you're saying, it's been three years straight of GameStop holding a gun to its head saying, I'm going to do it, I'm going to kill myself! Uh, the they, investor's going, do it, do a flip. The, the tweet about this that was really just, I think Wario64 tweeting out, like, Backend documents, basically like Ooh. newsletters from within, um, and I the original thing didn't have anything about like trying to provide any benefit to the person who got their order canceled. Now they're uh, then like a day later they're like, okay, ten dollars off of the standard edition for people who had their orders canceled. It's like that's really not a consolation. No, it isn't. At least they tried a little bit. It was a little better than that first day of nothing, but. This sucks. Did you know every company in the world would fuck you if they could get away with it? Right? 
<laughs> that I, you literally have to get deeply upset with every corporation or they'll just literally walk all over you. Mm-hmm. It's true. I, I just read this news being like, they've lost every customer that did, ordered that. Literally mm-hmm. all of them. They're never coming back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's a huge problem for GameStop because they're, you know, one, they're an easy punching bag. Mm-hmm. Two, they're kind of the last of their industry. Because uh, while there are small mom and pop shops, right, they don't have as much strength as they used to when it came comes to getting new stuff, and there aren't as many as there used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it really is digital's taking off as a distribution form, and they should be working harder to retain customers and build more reasons for customers to come in. And instead, they have completely ruined their stores with what their displays are and everything and shit like this. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. What was I ordered Solstice last year and they never got it? It's like that never happened while I worked there. I it's just been a burning fire. Yeah, for years. It's, it's almost like they promoted nothing but shitheads, and then tried to re-engineer everything for the ground up, and then had a crazy person at corporate being like, "We're going to become the church of burial games. <laughs> We're going to set up a beanbag chair, give them some Cheetos, and then, then they'll come in." They're going to play the Super Nintendo. Dude, if they brought... If the Super Nintendo was any part of that concept, it would have been almost acceptable. Oh, yeah, It was going to be gaming PCs set up in your your GameStop. Yeah. It was so dumb. And then COVID hit right when they started rolling all that stuff out and it was like, oh, I guess we'll die. Yeah, no, it's, it's really terrible seeing what they've gone through. Like, especially when you have a long view of it, of like, there used to be Babbage's mm-hmm. and EB Games. Mm-hmm. And they and then ate the, them. And the worst of them all ate them. Yeah. When you actually pay attention to shit like that, which, which you know, to be fair to people who are really young who don't understand the concept of conglomeration is really terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the conglomeration that happened in America happened by the time they were nine. <laughs> uh you know, the consolidation of they're not monopolies when it comes to cable companies and other things. Mm-hmm. Most of that happened by 2006. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's terrible. Yeah. All you have to do to get red pilled on that shit is watch as the worst competitor in any one field was the one that came out on top and bought everyone else. Yeah, and that's that's uh, why we have to be so upset and constantly yelling about stuff like the Activision Blizzard acquisition. Like, we don't want any more of that. No, what? Why don't you want the richest? What are the richest companies in the world to buy a giant publisher and fourteen developers all at once? Yeah, what a mystery! It's so complicated. I don't understand. <laughs> that sucks, Bob. Do you have other news? Yeah, I do. I Let's do. move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, Vanillaware announced they're going to release a Vanillaware official art book, assortment of vanilla, is what it's called. Um. It comes out June 30th in Japan for 4,400 yen. It has like all of their games basically. So Grim Grimoire, Owen Sphere, Kuma, Tan- Tan- Kuma Tanchi, which I'd not heard of. It's a weird 3DS game oh. about mascot characters you raise. It's <laughs> very strange looking. All right. Weird. Uh, Muramasa, Grand Knights Astoria, Dragon's Crown, Owen Sphere, Lestfulriser. Uh, Dragon Crown Pro and regular mm-hmm. 13 Sentinels Grim Grimoire once more 
And then it also comes with staff commentary and Base Escape's interview. So and, and, Base Escape is the guy who does the sound design. Yeah, yeah. That's the fucking Final Fantasy Tactics composer and his amazing company of amazing music. Yes. And the same three notes of... Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, with... <laughs> Going back to, to Grim Grimoire Grim and noticing, oh, yeah, this is absolutely a Taxus guy. It has <laughs> literally the bells. Yeah, the ding dong ding from fucking Tactics mm-hmm. Battle Openings. Yes, it's yeah. in that combat song. It's great. It's good. It's real good. Um, um, okay, quick question. I'm not sure if you know this yet, or maybe they said, is the imp in there? Probably. Ooh. I mean. Okay, second question. This was the first question I thought to ask. Did you put this in news so Tosh can blow my ass up if I don't get her one? <laughs> Is that I, sincerely the only reason you put this? Look, in? I put this in here because I was excited, and I know that we all like Vanillaware games, yes. and, and our viewers do. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm going to buy this as soon as I can, but I'm probably going to wait a few months to see if they do an English version because I love those interviews and stuff. Whenever you yes. see the behind that the is scenes, important. I wonder if we could rally them to you know, announce or work towards a U.S. localized version. Because right. the most heartbreaking thing about my bouncer art book is that it is a Japanese, so there's all these interviews that I have to, like, hold <laughs> up a fucking phone and try to get it to translate. It does a really rough job. Right. But, you know, at the end of the day, the important thing is I own a bouncer art book and you don't. <laughs> Gil. <laughs> <laughs> Just me and Thor High Heels hanging out owning a bouncer art book. Gil's like, this is fucked up. <laughs> How could you call call me out like this? This is bullshit. <laughs> uh, but that's it for that. And next thing I've got, uh huh, Lemnis Gate is being <laughs> delisted and shut down. This is that, oh that first person shooter we saw at many events that was turn based, where you do like a set of actions and pause, and the next player would do his set of actions. Um, and it'd like be a weird time loop thing, but. It was apparently a game that was always online and needed an internet connection to work, so it's just shutting down. Uh, the sales of it stopped in April 11th, and then the service closed down July 11th. So it sounds to me... Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought this was a service game, but it is. It, it actually wasn't. It was just a you-buy-it-and-have-it game, which makes this even feel even worse, in my opinion. Yeah, because yeah, it says here console players will still be able to access the mul- local multiplayer. I guess that's multiple people on one console. Yeah. In training yeah. modes PC won't be able to play at all. Wow. wow yeah, wow, PC is wow. just like no, it's gone. It's so, gone. That so, sucks so bad. So really, this means we need to give this game a chance. I guess. I love how giving games a chance became speaker for the dead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's. I'm so tired of covering this exact type of news. I know it sucks. And they like, need guys, to stop having this happen. Guys, you need to understand, there's no era of Hollywood that you can point at where it's just like, when they made these movies, they knew they just would disappear forever. Yeah, like, don't don't build your game, especially a small indie game like this, with a backbone that requires the internet connection to your servers. Right. Make sure that there is a way for communities to have a server. Do it themselves, because that's the only but, but, way this stuff survives. But then it might be out of our control, even when we no longer want to pay the money to upkeep it, so that that's completely unacceptable. The important thing is the economy. Yeah. Not one man can have our skin for free. <laughs> what if someone steals our game? What if they're playing as Naruto, but they didn't pay us to play as Naruto? <sighs> That'd be the worst. We should just delete everything. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I forgot to bring it up. I actually went and checked out those One Punch Man skins that showed up in Overwatch. I went to register <laughs> the Diablo 4 beta code and it popped up with it. I was like, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all bad. Yeah. I think that they made they made Doomfist not look cool. Yeah, I that know. is hard to do. Which kind of works because that dude like One Punch Man isn't cool. No, he isn't cool, but but Doomfist is cool and he right. should look cool as One Punch Man. And I, yet somehow it just looks terrible. Like I think that one worked out better than the other. Than they Tots. all suck. They all are bad. Strangely, the free one that I what's he's the guy who rides the bicycle, but he's a soldier seventy six. Um, I can't remember his name in the show. You, but you, okay, One Punch Man. Yeah, One Punch character. Man. Okay, yeah. uh, Moomin Rider. Yeah, Moomin Rider. I think his skin actually looked pretty good, which is the free one, which is hilarious. <laughs> They're like, you get this for free, and if you get if you're stupid, <laughs> <laughs> you can pay it. This is, we'll, we'll die. We'll die. Her our green, and it'll look terrible. <laughs> God. That's terrible. <laughs> By the way, that Diablo Four beta is next weekend. So if anyone in the fan base eats a double down and wants to give Bob the code, Bob would appreciate it. I would. Because I got the code, and I, I I know Bob will not feel great as I'm over here playing it. <laughs> and he's like, I have to wait six months to hate that game, right? <laughs> At least uh, I think that you just get early access to the beta. The beta is free the next weekend. Yes, that is true. So that, that I just have to wait uh, one more weekend. But by then, Dan, Dan will never want to play it again. So. <laughs> <laughs> And for anyone who's curious, I actually expect Diablo 4 to be good. It doesn't look anything like what I dislike about 3. Right. So that helps. Um, God, I probably would make a stupid mistake of buying it. Because they said a double down or qualifying sandwiches. I'd look for anything else in the menu if it weren't out for drive 18 miles. Yeah, if it weren't out there. Each way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like me and chat. Sacrifice yourself for Bob. Uh, this is a fucking, this is a fucking soldier projecting the child meme, but it's just double downs flying into their back. <laughs> yeah, my body can't handle another double down. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think that's a pretty smart thing that you are so aware of your body that you know that that is important. Be aware of your capacity for double downs, chat. I don't think anyone on Earth should more eat more than one double down a week in their life. Uh, I mean, yeah, we can extend that out (laughs) infinitely, but to be safe, don't at least don't do it more than once a week, please. I'm begging you. I was in the fan discord. I was like, yeah, I was up for 22 hours straight and ate a double down. So I was out like a light and they're like, oh, nice. So it's a sleep solution. I'm like, yeah, you you eat enough of these. You're not going to be worried about not being able to sleep ever again. Does it contain like a specific chemical? No, your body just turns off to prevent you from doing that again. <laughs> I like the thought that it's just, it's to prevent you from doing that again. Not because it has been able, it rendered it able to keep going on. It has made the moral decision to cut you off. <laughs> your entire body. <laughs> anyway, hey, Bob. Hey. Let's get to the next bullet. Dude. Um, Former Riot Games executives are forming a new studio called The Believer. They're making a next-gen open-world game. Uh, I tried to look up every one of these people in this announcement. They're all such executive people that they aren't even on Moby Games. None of them even have Moby Games, like, <sighs> profiles. That's So I'm just like, I don't care. I'm not going to look through your LinkedIn's. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. You've never actually worked on a game. Cool. 
Uh, so expect <laughs> nothing from probably <laughs> this molesters. Of, this is just another <laughs> one of those studios that opens with only executives. It's like, we're going to make GTA, but you can go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's like they always turn in this fucking, this, they always turn in this fucking thing that's like, yeah, I, I would have thought this was cool when I was 14. By the time I was 16, I could have seen the logistics involved in making it and how it isn't going to happen. Somehow Cliffy B ends up at this studio. <laughs> They're like, uh, it's it's now we've changed our, our, our dream again very slightly. Uh, it is now GTA, but you could go anywhere. And also it's Tubin. <laughs> Marketing and relations hire Adam Sessler. <laughs> oh, no. oh my god! Oh my god! What a studio! <laughs> this feels like the most sucker punch studio announcement since the the Garvin one, where it's yeah, just like, it was like they're making NFT the game. Yes. This is like uh, from the director of Days Gone, who also wrote it, so you know what his politics are. <laughs> oh man! Anyway, hello, my name is John Garvin. I think everyone in prison should die. Why he shouldn't open every interview like that? He this really is, shouldn't. This is the press event. <laughs> they flew us to Hawaii to have John Garvin tell us this. <laughs> man, remember when publishers used to spend money to take journalists to a place? And then the journalists got pissed when they stopped doing that. And that's when you knew something was really deeply wrong with the journalists. Yeah. It's just like, well, how come they don't fly us to a resort to play the newest Call uh, of Duty? I remember, I remember when uh, Final Fantasy XIV had an event like that. And uh, the, the Final Fantasy XIV person who worked for Rock, Paper, Shotgun got passed over for like a higher up person who just wanted the free trip. Uh, and then they got bombed and asked a bunch of really embarrassing questions at the Q&A event, and then Rock, Paper, Shotgun didn't get to go to fucking Square Enix events anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the system works. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I forgot to cover the next chapter that Banshee needs bringing up in chat. And then journalists get really mad at seeing influencers get that treatment now. <laughs> Like at least at the end of the day, no one respects influencers. <laughs> That's true. See, nobody would be nobody would dunk on people would dunk on game journalists so much less if they just took their lumps and didn't act like they should be treated like the fucking elder statesman of gaming, like mm, fucking yeah. Adam Sessler does. Yeah, like yeah. if he had just if he had just not responded to people making fun of him at all for those old G four shit, it would have gone away in like twelve hours. Oh yeah, yeah, easily. I mean, fuck, man, that shit's from like 2006. Like, at some level, like, but then he soaked he himself in gasoline and, and, had... threw and, just, and jumped into the fire. Yeah, and then he was like, "Not only did I agree with this when I said it, I still do." And then he's like, "Oh God, why? Why am I being? Why is the sun being blotted out by all those arrows?" <laughs> He basically took to Twitter and be like, the only reason you have a problem with me being racist is because you want to fuck a child. And everyone's just right? like, what? I've always had the exact same advice for game journalists and people going to fast food joints. Uh-huh. Stop doubling down. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta cut off somewhere. You gotta cut off somewhere. Yeah, the Sessler thing was truly an amazing masterpiece. It, it, it's, it's like, 
I know we have a lot of stories of people just doing the worst thing in the in, 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 in a space where you could do so many different things and it would go various shades of well. <laughs> yes. You literally did the worst timeline option. You basically ground mod like second son infamous. <laughs> It's, like, it's so funny that, because that's the easiest thing in the world to just like post all you all you have to do all adam sessler would have had to do is quote tweet one of those reviews where he said stupid shit with the marge simpson covering her face and looking away thing mm -hmm. that's it <sighs> that conveys everything people people will not care anymore beyond that even though they probably should because you were fucking 35 when you wrote that out yeah one <laughs> right. that that's that's a whole weird angle of that uh two like he's not the exclusive writer of the show like he could have easily been like well firstly i didn't write everything on the show yeah, secondly he was only the editor-in-chief and approved everything uh-huh he approved everything <laughs> but he could drive it in the direction of deflecting a bit while also trying to be like also oh, that was 17 years ago i wouldn't do that now and you know he would if he could but he can't get away <laughs> with it so practically he can't do that now so he won't do that now uh but instead, he did the worst thing possible. <laughs> that guy really, really knocked it out of the park. Hey, Bob, what's next? Um, Room Factory 3 special is coming to the U.S. and Europe uh, for Switch and PC September 5th. This what actually... A, what a fucking bizarre project. It looks nice. I think it looks nicer than 4 or 5. <laughs> yeah, I think it looks really nice. I'm more interested in visually than, than 4, but I don't... Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about the mechanics, but just the visuals are just really clean looking. Um, I remember seeing this, I think it was on the DS regular and ran. Yes, like it was on the original DS. 20 frames per second. I was like, oh, I can't play that. I'm sorry. That's, that's yeah. Rough. Um, For people who are interested in this knowledge, uh, this, of course, is from the era of farming games where you cannot be gay. So if that is a deal breaker for you. <laughs> maybe they, maybe they added that i feel like if they added that they would be like hey guys right i think they would put pretty, maybe pretty closer, forward with it maybe closer to launch but i feel like we're far enough away that they won't lead with that or maybe the marketing just doesn't know they should lead with that That's yeah i assume the the developers literally don't know you should lead with that yeah didn't they already do four special mm -hmm. they did yes yeah did, a while did that ago have it added in I don't think so, but I could totally be wrong on that. It's been long enough that, it, like, I didn't play that one, and I didn't play the original version of that one. Okay, people are saying no. So, yeah, I don't expect them to patch it into this one either. Right. Which would be nice. Yeah. That is a really important market. As it turns out, when you run a really niche, chill game with uh, off-mainstream AAA vibes, you should probably appeal to the largest <laughs> demographic possible, especially if it's Grand scheme of things, a lot of words to rewrite, possibly, but minimal effort. <laughs> yeah, if you're making a farming game, you should probably try to cater to gay people because they're like most of the audience. Which is how we I found out. <laughs> <laughs> we, all, we all saw that wholesome direct. There was a reason that was a 70% farming game. <laughs> Dan, you play a lot of farming games. Yeah, you ever think about penis? Uh-oh. Well, not until you said that. One moment. 
Yeah, people are saying you might not even be able to play as a girl in this one. Like, it might only have a guy. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, that that's back. old, old. Right? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. But I but I just think I just think of <laughs> every time, so, that time, I forget the exact context somebody posted about uh, <laughs> if you're really into, uh, God, what is the series called? Room Factory or Story of Seasons? Lane. It's an anime, Lane. Serial Experiments Lane. If you're really into oh. Serial Experiments Lane, you're either gay or have depression and aggro yes. just posted his, his poster yes. and then looking at the camera. Yes. Like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and the next thing I got is the whole Capcom Spotlight event that just happened. Let's do it. Sure. Let's go. Um, we found out that in Street Fighter Six, Hikaru Takahashi, a Japanese um, TV actress, will be an announcer for Street Fighter Six. I guess that's exciting for someone. Sound out, sound off, Takahashi heads in chat. <laughs> uh, Capcom's making a digital theme park for their 40th anniversary. That's awesome. It's on website june 12th yeah they called it cap town <laughs> yes <laughs> it's like hell yeah <laughs> this is great i love this but the 40 the part where they said it was our 40th anniversary made me go oh no <laughs> <laughs> not too many things hit me but the notion that one of my favorite developers is 40 years old mm -hmm. it gave me some feelings uh this wikipedia page for hikaru uh takahashi is really fucking weird. <laughs> I just looked at her eyes. Look at how small that is. Yeah, look no, at how small that is. It's uh, that makes sense because it was a real small IMDb thing as well. No, they added the whole section just for Street Fighter Six. <laughs> oh, that's good. So, so it's like if that didn't exist, her filmography wouldn't even fill my web page screen. Yeah, I was really surprised when I looked it up. It was like she just does TV roles and she's only started somewhat recently. Yeah. Her 27 is 2017 is when she started her uh, TV dramas. And before that, it's like she did three commercials in 2015. <laughs> I'm like, normally I expect a lot of, a lot of history, right? Mm -hmm. Not, well, she's really cute. <laughs> we all like her. Yeah, I guess. Big thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe she just is an actress who's up and coming and likes Street Fighter. Who knows? It's maybe she maybe she has an energy that would work really well for that, like Corona. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Um, let's see. Exo Primal is launching July 14th, so we can finally stop talking about it. Also, it's gonna be full price. <laughs> You're so savage. Uh day one game pass though. Also, I, this is a battle pass. I was gonna buy if, it, but now that it's on game pass, I'm like, I guess I'll spend a dollar and play the game. If I I'm fine with these games having battle passes as long as there isn't a pre a premium one, but there is a premium one, so fuck you. Yeah, it's a premium battle pass for a game that's $60. Just don't do that. Worth noting, like every battle pass, there is the free lane. Right, which get, still. Okay. you can look at it, and it's like one every, every four levels. Four or five, it's yeah. It's bad. It's not a generous free lane. It, it's, it's not progression. It's just an ad for the premium like, battle pass. I, yeah. I can't stand. We, we somehow ended up in the shittiest possible combination of things where not only do you have to give the money, you have to work for the things. Yeah. yeah. If I'm giving you money, I should just get it. 
People oh, said but, that somebody's gonna say, "Well, you can do that. You can give them even more money <laughs> yeah, to skip you... to specific levels of the battle." Uh huh. Pack. Exactly. And, and and if it was a fucking free to play game, whatever. Right. Have whatever fucking terrible monetization you want to have in a free to play game. I can just leave. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if I'm paying you money to get in the door, like mm -hmm. imagine paying money to get in somewhere, to get into a place. And then you also have to pay money for food and drink, and it's like airport prices. Yeah, that's called a, a convention. It's called Disneyland. Yeah, it's but yeah, it's a, it's a part of the the social construct uh, contract, I think, to make games that are going to have a battle pass of that sort free to play, because then, as you said, at any point you can get out. You know, that thing Bob keeps telling himself about Genshin Impact 484 hours in. Chris, you need to tell me your hours now, because I just told you Bob's hours. Um, I actually haven't played Genshin in a while, because I had so many other things I had to play. Here, get the firmware update and scroll to the game, Chris. I need to know. <laughs> uh, I, I know that last year it was like, yeah, you played Genshin Impact for 400 hours. So I assume it's somewhere around 750. God damn. Yeah, I honestly have not been playing much recently at all. But basically, since we started doing Game of the Year stuff, so since like September. Yeah, that's, or so. that's also that. Yeah, I, I when I popped in Xenoblade Three, I'm like, okay, no more Genshin until this kind of stuff is done. And I I'm tr gonna try and get back to it on Monday. Yeah, I think I popped back in to get one of the characters I wanted that they put up, but then I I checked back for another one I was interested in. And I was like, oh, this character is actually bad. Okay, I don't need to worry about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um with exo primal being on game pass that does just make me think of the capcom sales chart that came out forever ago mm -hmm. it was just like we had all these games on playstation switch xbox multiple games on xbox that shipped that year and they're like we got less than eight percent of sales or something on xbox so i'm like oh my god yeah that's so insanely bad well, we keep saying they're only 20 percent of the industry <laughs> <laughs> Because Nintendo doesn't exist and right. neither does PC. Nope. God, that chart's so stupid. It is. And that, I don't that, even know if it's true. From Activision, the CEO keeps talking about it. Oh, like they keep tweeting about it. That crazy person who yeah. is anti-union like, and everything else. <laughs> like recently was like, Jim Ryan said he just doesn't want the acquisition to go through. I'm crying. It's like, Yes, that's been the point the whole time. What no. is, what's this about it, today? It's so, it's so bizarre that they're acting like it's weird for a competitor to not want something that harms them. We had such a good relationship with Sony. Okay, and then you wanted to consolidate into a, a mega core. <laughs> is there any mystery here? I, you know, Dan and I used to be friends, and then he got all weird when I tried to buy his hometown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining the bizarre, like handsome Joe starring as the villain. Yes, a movie where we have to build up funds to buy back nice film. <laughs> yes, I, it's, it's an animated since, film for children. Yes, since we're already talking about, it, let's get this out of the way now. Uh, sure, Microsoft yeah. told UK regulators that they can totally get Call of Duty running on the Switch, implying they won't be cloud versions. You're just gonna have ten years of bad Call of Duty. <laughs> Right? Or they were just, you know, doing that thing they do, um, lying. Oh, yeah, yeah that they one. Are, they already signed the papers for with Nintendo, and I feel like oh, Nintendo Oh, no, it's going to be on the Switch. Litigious. It's just not going to run. 
Yeah, there's a... It's a really weird situation where it's like, we need you to promise that you're going to do a thing. It's like, yeah, but the, the world's governments can't unconglomerate them if they don't do the something. I know, right? So if they don't deliver on this thing they're saying, what happens? Right. Yeah. 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 That's okay. Well, we can trust Microsoft. They only said, um, what was it? Uh, that... That that Bethesda games wouldn't be exclusive to their platform before the purchase went through. Well, yeah, Starfield was always going to be an Xbox game. That's how how it was. That's what Phil Fenter told me last week. So I have to believe him. <laughs> now, okay, that Jim Ryan, he's the really bad the bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he is. Which he, sucks. Yes, he <laughs> right. he sucks. But yeah, at least he's not lying not, directly to my face. We can't, we can't focus on how fucking awful. Jim Wright is because Phil and the crew are out here being worse. I mean, that's supposed to be the point of competition, right? They're supposed to be good and then make our dude improve, right? <laughs> if, if, if Xbox was knocking it out of the park right now, Jim Ryan wouldn't have five Horizon games in development, right? <laughs> uh, um, next thing, they showed their Ghost Trick is coming out June 30th, the new version. So cool. It's right around the corner. Yeah, they, they nice. showed off that it has a new soundtrack and the original. Yes, thank God. Um also Monster Hunter Sunbreak. Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Yeah, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. The expansion is coming to PlayStation Xbox April 27th. So hey, then they'll be pretty much fully up to date. Hooray. Do you think crossplay unlocks after that or <laughs> Okay. I'm sorry. I'm stupid. I'll leave now. <laughs> yeah. Don't be ridiculous. Uh, no crossplay, no cross save, nothing. Cross hey. save asterisk asterisk because isn't it like you could go to Switch and PC but nothing else works? Maybe I can't, I can't remember. remember. I just remember being like, well, that doesn't affect me. I can't use it at all. <laughs> um, and the last thing they added on was Resident Evil 4 demo is out now. It's called the Chainsaw Demo. Yippee. You can play it as much as you want. It doesn't have a time limit like those old demos Yippee. did. Yippee. Apparently, it, you know what it does have, though, that people on Twitter have already told me about yeah. by posting? It has, like, a Dante Must Die mode. Ooh. Called, like, I think it's called, literally called, like, Mad Chainsaw Mode. <laughs> does this spawn multiple Chainsaw Guy? I don't know. I don't know what's real and what's not. Because some people's like, yeah, it gives Chainsaw Man a second form. <laughs> Good lord. I'm I'm gonna read the important Battle Network news that Bob did not write down. Well, there was something Battle Network there. Legacy Collection collection because that's what they wrote in chat. Features all the mod cards that were exclusive to Japan. I, I thought that was a given. I didn't think that was something new here. Uh, they also have that mode where your buster does 100 times damage or 10 times damage, which is absurd because then you just see him shoot things and they die with the normal buster. And I'm like, this is weird. Why are you doing this? <laughs> I'm still really excited for that collection. I still, whenever they talk about it, do not care. Yeah, the collection I'm like, we've known is coming for months. No, that's great. Thank you. <laughs> Come out already. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know me and Chris were going to get it. I assume, Agro, you're not. Mm. Agro's undecided. Bob, are you? No. Have you 
have you played Battle Network? Like once. Was it Battle Network one on a stream? I mean, there was that, but I feel like I played right. like emulated the others at some point. I was like, this is fine. I'm not excited to play it more. And I don't have the time to play it. Like it's a ton of RPGs, and I was like, there's good new RPGs coming out. I need to play. I'm sorry. <sighs> that is always a problem. I don't know. Battle Network two is an avenging my youth thing because I got all the way to the end of the game and then. Right. I didn't yeah, know what I like, needed to do next to progress. The game did not one, help me one understand. Is just, one is just kind of bad. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate that one is just kind of bad. Didn't they do that remake of one, though? I think it's running on Four's engine. Can't remember. Anyway. You, sorry, Bob. You got to buy this collection. Otherwise, you won't get your Legends collection. <laughs> That's this, true. This that is the contract, to be how this Bob. Fucking work. It's you so have bad. To... It's like I don't even care about this this spectrum of Mega Man game. I'm sorry, Bob. You <laughs> have to care about all the Mega Man games. You have to eat all these Mega eggs. <laughs> I hope that the Zero Collection sold exactly well enough for them to do more collections, but not well enough for them to get confused and let Inti Creates make Zero Five. I don't think they're letting Inti Creates touch anything of theirs anytime soon. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. Yeah, Luckily, that bird, that bridge seems as burned as possible. Right? That, that bridge is now just muddy water because it <laughs> fucking turned to ash. Uh, anyways, that's it for the Capcom spotlight. I'm really excited to play that Resident Evil 4 demo after this. Yeah. Chris is like, I've been playing it the whole podcast. No, I have not. <laughs> uh, let's go to Chris for news next and let's talk about your top bullet because I already typed it in. <laughs> Okay, uh, so Square Enix president Yosuke Matsuda is is stepping down and he's being replaced by Takashi Kiryu. Uh, Takashi Kiryu is like the most vapid empty suit possible. Uh, I assume he's just a puppet of one of the other board members because he has no history in game development and all his previous jobs on LinkedIn is like, like, toke, like Takahashi investment firm or like, like Hirohito Investing Bank. It's all shit like that. Like it's it's nothing to do with game development or software at all. Yeah, I thought that was really weird when I looked into it and came up with the same thing. I'm like, obviously we just have an info blackout here in the West. <laughs> I'm like, no, he's just only he's just the pure money guy. And Matsuda was also a guy like this. Mm -hmm. So it probably doesn't matter very much. I assume Matsuda got bounced for uh the the whole <laughs> NFT thing, considering that uh it it like <laughs> or 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 he was the brainchild of Forspoken. Those are the two options. I mean, one can easily say that the only reason that the Luminous Studio happened is because of him, because he was over it long enough for that to be his fault, which means Forspoken's his fault. And the <laughs> NFT thing is definitely his fault. Because that motherfucker put out a love letter to them as a press release at least twice. Yeah, I heard and, something and, on Twitter about this guy still is interested in no, NFTs. No, no, no. <laughs> of course. People not. are really, people are really, really, ma they're making shit up. That's basically what it is. Because I looked into this. One of the places he worked was one of those, we tell you what to invest in, so you give us a consulting fee. Mm. And that oh. company does profiles on NFT companies, but it's a completely different, like, that is right. their job. Is move money from investors to these people mm -hmm. like no, there is no personal thing where he's talking about nfts are there any personal <laughs> messages released from this man no. ever no, no, do we have any thought. do we they have any love letters him in a vat 
Maybe when he takes over, he'll release some sort of message and then we'll get some idea. Like, yeah, obviously we'll have the press release within a year if he's exactly as bad about that as the last guy. Right. Because he'll just have press release. It's just all bad NFTs. Square, you said you were giving us a game. And he's like, no, I said NFTs. (laughs) No, I distinctly remember you said you would make games. But yeah, like he only joined Square Enix in 2020. So I really think that he's just some board member's pet. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I wonder where this. I also saw stuff on Twitter about him liking Tobol 1. I have no idea where they would have gotten <laughs> maybe that. He said that. Maybe he said that. Maybe they did interviews with him already. He's right to say this. Tobol 1's pretty cool. <laughs> maybe if he likes that, maybe we'll get a new bouncer game. Don't do that, Bob. <laughs> do that, Bob. <laughs> yes. What shape will the PS5 be? <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> yeah, I can't find anything about this dude. Yeah. Yeah. I tried. Felt real weird. Anyway, let's uh, move let's move on. Dragon Ball a new Dragon Ball Budokai Tenkaichi has been announced. That is all we know and <laughs> then it, there's, it, it's going to look modern. I that's I was weird. I went and looked up stuff to be like, okay, who made Xenoverse? Because Xenoverse wasn't made by the Budokai Tenkaichi guys, which no. I was surprised about. That was it, Dimps. Yeah. It was like, but it plays like it's trying to be Budokai Tenkaichi. Yes. It but, plays much worse, is my understanding, because lots of people. Xenoverse, yes. Xenoverse does not have beam clash. Yeah, Xenoverse is just a bad ver- feeling version of Budokai Tenkaichi, a game which I think was already kind of bad. But <laughs> they, but the, Spike Chunsop, the guys who make Xenoverse, sorry, the guys who make Dragon Ball Tenkaichi, uh-huh. also made Jump Force. Um, oh. Yeah. We I'm, don't know I'm who's working this- on this. You have to remember that Jump Force was so miserable because Namco is insane and is like, we want to cater to the Americans so it has to look like shit. No, we're not going to dub it. That's mm-hmm. stupid. Why would we do that? Yeah, there are lots. And that was, I think, the first Unreal outing, like using mm-hmm. Unreal Engine. Yeah. So hopefully things are better over there now. Uh, if yeah. they're even making it, because they, they did not put Spike Chunsoft anywhere yeah, I did. saw. Really? We do not know who's making this at all. That's concerning. Maybe it's even, it could even be CyberConnect. That'd be weird. That'd be cool, but that'd, that'd be, be cool, weird. But I mean, they make a they surprising. make a bunch of these arena fighters, so them coming back. Okay, now do Dragon Ball. Yeah, Again, I mean, they already did Kakarot, so which kind of plays like Tenkaichi. Yeah, oh, yeah, I forgot that was them. Yeah. I wonder if they'll still have the. Uh, I wonder if they'll still have like the creative character element to it. Because that's the thing people really like about Xenoverse. It really is, yeah. Yeah. But to, for this to succeed, and by succeed, I mean for the Dragon Ball fans to, to like it. It needs to have every single conceivable character down to, like, fucking a pool. Yeah. And it needs to be balanced, not around making a balanced game. It needs to be balanced around, no, Super Saiyan Power 4, levels. yeah, kills anyone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, you, that you, is you, correct. You, you, <laughs> Yeah, people are like people posted those clips where Yamcha does his spirit ball against Omega Shinron and it does nothing, and Omega Shinron deletes 80% of his health in one attack. Yeah, that's what people want. The people were super yes. upset when Fighters came out and wasn't like that. Yes. So they, they need to have that 
And I would like really goofy what ifs again, because Xenoverse had what ifs from the time travel, but they were all kind of lame. It was like, what what if Nappa had a bunch of Cybermen, then he'd be able to kill everybody. <laughs> what if what if Nappa also turned into a great ape, they'd be able to kill Goku really hard. Like there's all these like all their old scenarios were really lame, as opposed to like the, the Budokai ones, which had stuff like what if Frieza actually did become immortal and Goku had to use like the multiversal spirit bomb to kill him? I don't know, this sounds pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I or hope like, it's good. Or like, what if Cell accidentally absorbed Krillin and then Yamcha and Tien beat the shit out of him? <laughs> <laughs> what What if Goku was betrayed and locked locked in the hyperbolic time <laughs> no! chamber? No! Yeah, is that where it comes from? Oh, I see. <laughs> or uh, I think my favorite from all of them, what if Spike the Devil Man... <laughs> was the one to defeat Frieza with his move that makes your heart explode if you're any evil at all. Because <laughs> that, that's, that's uh, that, he, he was from the, when, when they have to fight the five guys to get the fortune from Fortune Teller Baba for free. Right. He's, he's like, I use this move that if you have any evil in your heart, it grows and grows and grows until it explodes your heart and you die. But of course, it doesn't work on Kid Goku because he's pure heart. They... But in one of the Budokai games, there's a whole, there's a whole like sub- what if plot where he kills like every Dragon Ball villain with it? <laughs> Dragon Ball Z would be such a better franchise if it retained more of the zaniness of Dragon Ball like that. We need more just, yeah, this is like some insane power that makes no sense, like a JoJo. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> I really, I really wish I knew what happened if Goku was betrayed. <laughs> no. I just, I'm too curious. Maybe this new game will investigate that. It is, it is insanely funny that people just put like slideshows to their fan fiction and put it on YouTube now. <laughs> I haven't clicked uh, any of those. I assume they're all read by AI voices. They're all going to ruin your fucking recommended. So yes. doesn't matter what it is now, does it? Let's move on. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, Postal 4 No Regerts is coming to PS4 and slash PS5 March 21st. Uh, running with scissors, the developers were like, we asked Microsoft and they said no. They didn't give us any reasoning or anything we could change to maybe get on the platform. They just told us to fuck off. What? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we're Microsoft. We don't, we don't put games on our platform. Who the fuck are you guys? What are you, new? <laughs> Also, we're not letting you ship on PC. <laughs> what? Well, you can't really do that. And like, what we can't? It's like that. it's like when they thought they bought Donkey Kong when they bought Rare. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Xbox Game Showcase this year is going to be June 11th. There's going to be a Starfield direct after it. Uh, Starfield has been delayed to September 6th. This is the last fucking delay Starfield gets before I assume that game's fucked. Yeah, same. yeah. Um, this I I saw the news backwards and got real scared. I thought that their only thing for June was the Starfield direct, and I was like, "Guys, no, no, I'm no, you can't do this." <laughs> I mean, it, you know they're gonna use it as a giant crutch, so that way the rest of the show doesn't have to punch as hard. I know. It's Phil like, Spencer swore up and down. And of course, he's a fucking liar. So who cares what he says? But right. 
they must have something or else he wouldn't repeatedly have said, no, there'll be a lot more things announced this year. We know last year was bad. I mean, you constantly hear that Xbox is bringing their best show to E3 they've yeah, ever had. I know, I know. They I'm excited always say that. All these new CG trailers for games that still won't come out. <laughs> it's going to be a great <sighs> gameplay showcase. Yeah. Yep. How many years ago did we get that gameplay showcase of Heavenly Sword 2? Was it two years? Hellblade. Two. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. I was, I was running through my memories. Uh, are you talking about the in-engine trailer? No, I'm talking about the one where she actually runs away from a uh, monster. That was last spears. year. That was last was that year. Last, I think it was that, early that, last that, year. Wasn't that Game Awards 2021? It might have. I feel like it was like that. Yeah. yeah. I think Jeff Keighley was like, I brought it back again. But maybe wow. Yeah, it was okay. either 2020 or 2021. That's crazy. That. Yeah. Been a while. That's crazy. I remember because we were like, oh, she throws the spears at the guy. And I remember asking you, I was like, weren't the fucking monsters and shit in Hellblade metaphorical? And you were like, yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. This is the dumbest game to get a sequel. I really hate Ninja Theory, but more importantly, I hate Microsoft way more. Because <laughs> you know that's a Microsoft thing. Yeah, 100%. they probably were. Or they're just like, but this is the IP we bought you for. And it's like, really? Did, did you beat that game? <laughs> did you? Do you know what this game is at all? It's a good name. Uh, time for time for the next thing. Uh, so there's this mobile game called Grimguard Tactics. Uh, they took umbrage with Grim Guardians Demon Purge, the Inti Creates game that is upcoming. Uh, so now Grim Guardians Demon Purge is a Gal Guardians Demon Purge. It's not a probably is a better already. fucking name. <laughs> Is it? Yes. It wasn't out for a little no, while. No, that shit's out. Yeah, it came out like two weeks ago. Yeah, I've been watching streamers play through it. It turns out that game pushes you towards doing oh, multiple God. loops too. So get get used to that if you're going to buy it. It is yet another game that's like now do the second loop. Yeah, I assumed I assumed it would. I assumed that um, Ega was just like no, we're, we're the blood your your bloodstained things are done. Yeah, I assume. So so they're like, well, I guess we'll just make it without that and then made this yeah at some level you have to wonder if he is like we're not going to have three spin-off bloodstains to every bloodstain <laughs> well, also that might have just been like what are you going to make like you used everything from the game right, right? the right. bloodstain two needs to Twice, happen before yeah. you can make something out of those assets true <laughs> or at least be announced so you can see some of the assets uh then then level five had an event uh, all the games except for Layton are going to be 2023, and even Layton might be 2023. They said everything will be 2023 or 2024, but everything, but everything but Layton, they said 2023, which you know leads Layton being 2024. Right. Uh, That's kind of crazy. Yeah, they were. Mm, they've been cooking. Thank God, I thought they were just dead. <laughs> right. <laughs> we kept letting them cook. I assumed he was already done and left. Uh, deck of police gonna be out 2023 the protagonist's name is harvard marks which i think is incredible mm. it is pretty good it, the the conceit seems to be that you go into this perfect vr recreate recreation of the city to solve the crimes and then you go arrest the guy in the real world which is why they have the part of the trailer where like everybody becomes like a weird avatar because they're going into vr yeah i that part to me is the most concerning part of this. Of like, uh, is that VR like stuff going to be less fun than the actually 
going to the regular world stuff. I don't know. Yeah, who I, knows? I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work because they seem to be fighting VR things as humans because those fucking monsters aren't real from what they said about the game. Mm-hmm. Like those those things are in VR. Uh, but it looks very cool. They showed another trailer. I really like the like sci-fi art deco style the game's going for. It's like this weird futurist version of art deco that I think looks very cool. Yeah, it's got a really uh, unique look to it, which is always appreciated. Uh, that new fantasy life is also going to be 2023. It's a fantasy life game. You change your jobs and craft things and fight things and you don't have to fight things, but it's easier if you can fight things because you still have to run away from enemies to like get, gather resources and places and stuff. It's going to be Switch only. That's a little disappointing. Yeah. I would have liked that to be on everything, but maybe Switch 2 will hopefully be out, you know, not that long after this game comes out. Yeah, that would that would be nice. And I can wait for then. Um, or they'll just release it on PC or whatever later. Yeah, that happens. Um, well, well Usually... probably not PC because I don't think Level 5 knows what a PC is because none of these are on yeah, PC. Yeah, I'm trying to think if they've ever shipped a game on PC. Man. Oh, they shipped Nino Kuni on PC because I played Nino Kuni oh, 2 on PC. Right, 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 oh, right, weird. Right. Yeah. I had no idea. Forgot about that. Uh, Megaton Musashi Wired announced it is an upgraded version of the original game that they didn't fucking localize because I don't know why, but this one is being localized. It's Switch, PS4, and PS5. It's going to have collaborations. Uh, Mazinger Z, Get a Robo, and a bunch more are already confirmed. That's cool. So that's cool. Hopefully it's polished too, because I hear it had lots of problems when it launched in Japan. Like, stuff where they had to take it offline and fix it. <laughs> Ooh, so, jeez. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully that's, this is like a really solid version. Uh, Inazuma 11 Victory Road looks done and will also be out this year. Uh, it's going to have apparently every single character in the entire franchise in it. Ah. Which somebody said is like 450 characters. Jesus. Whoa. I guess when you have to build out every team, and soccer teams are not a small amount of people. Uh, but it's mobile, Switch, and PS4. My God. And they talked a little bit about the story mode, and I, I kind of want to check it out, because I thought Inazuma 11, when I watched, what I watched in the anime was very funny. Because the, the very opening of the Inazuma 11 anime is this, this dude with sunglasses saying, losers have no right to exist and driving a, his giant armored bus into a school and pushing it over. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, and then they talked a little bit about Professor Layton in the new world of Steam. Uh, it's going to be set in America in the, the, the futuristic via Steam technology city of Steam Bison. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Luke, the sidekick character, has been living away from Professor Layton for like a year and is now famous in Steam Bison. And he, they, they meet up and the adventure happens. Uh, puzzles are going to be... They are getting help with the puzzles from Quizknock, a Japanese media group who runs like a YouTube channel devoted to puzzles. That's cool. Huh. I, that's... Uh, this, this one is also Switch only, which makes sense because that's like a Nintendo franchise, basically. I like seeing the, the concept art they showed. I think there was like a Cadillac that was steam powered. That's like, cool. That works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, 
Everybody at level five really loves Future Boy Conan. <laughs> what? Like a lot. No way. Crazy. I didn't notice. <laughs> what do you think the uh, currency will be in this game? Do you think it'll be bison bucks? I hope. <laughs> uh, Robocop Rogue City got a gameplay trailer where you shoot where he shoots guys in the dick and punches guys. It, I'm really glad level five's bringing us that. <laughs> We're moving. We're moving past that. We're out of, we're out of the level five direct because uh, they they, I, I, they only have seventy five games coming out. That's I, all. I hope they dub any of these games because all these trailers that show were fully in Japanese. Usually, RoboCop gets a dub. I know. Usually, they. Do. I assume Deca Police will be dubbed. Yes. I assume. Um. I assume Fantasy Life will have no voice acting. Right. Probably. Uh, yeah. Professor Layton. That always those they always have voice acting. Uh, yes. Inazuma 11 probably has somewhere around zero and no chance of being of dubbed. Yeah, that's my guess too. Right. It's really and just this is the first time coming back, so I'm not sure if they're going to like full fully understand and go all in. Right. Yeah. Maybe Inazuma 11 story mode will be like dubbed, but I can't imagine all the little barks the million characters will do will have will be done. Those right. Will probably be left the same. Uh, and who who the fuck knows with Megaton Musashi? Yeah, that's like a coin flip. With this uh, uh, RoboCop Rogue City trailer. Yeah. Did you watch it? Yes, I, I watched did. it. Okay, does it look good? Eh. It looks like yeah. it, it looks it looks like a Eurojank game. I don't know if the developers are Eurojank devs, but that's how it looks. It, it's in a weird mid-state for a gameplay trailer where you're like, is this is this trailer unusually honest looking or is the game much worse than this looks? Yeah. <laughs> I told I Bob. It, it's on it's on Unreal 5, so I assume it's just like this is like the super fidelity that a low rent game using Unreal 5 has. Mm. The exact high rent, low rent look of a of a low end Unreal Engine 5 game. I and told they, they made Terminator Resistance that that like fallout knockoff that was a fallout i heard knockoff? people like that I, I think that's what it was I'm i heard sure people like was. That. i might be insane um but yeah that that looked pretty similar to this honestly i told bob if they made a robocop vr game it would trick a lot of people because they would be so thrilled about getting to be RoboCop and murder people that the satire would be even more lost. And they're like, no, this police state rules. <laughs> oh, RoboCop VR game would be a really good idea because you have an excuse for your movement to be really slow. Right. That's true. Like in this trailer, they show him move around really jankily and then the, the pistol stays at his side because of course it does. It's right. RoboCop. It's fucking RoboCop. Um, isn't that sort of thing would kind of make sense when it where you're just moving a cursor around the screen to select right. targets, a lot like IG-88 in Star Wars. Yes, and you could you do some eye tracking mm -hmm. for the cursor. Yeah, that'd be they, awesome. They add like they add like story branches, and it's like, man, Robocop, why do you always aim for the dick? <laughs> That's a trophy. <laughs> Only shoot dicks. <laughs> Anyways, let's One move last on. Bit of news. Last bit of news. Suicide Squad has been delayed again to later in the year to in response to fan backlash to which I respond you can't do anything about what the backlash was to in a couple months it's right. everything about your game <laughs> they're so fucked 
We're yeah. just gonna put in a different game. You can do like that, this right? Game, this game didn't look janky. It looked pretty fucking done. Yeah, that wasn't the fucking problem. The problem like, was what the game could, was. You just, you know, the like, first of all, reminder that the founders both left last year. Both mm -hmm. of them. Yeah. So it's like they sense what is about to happen. Yeah, they saw the game they were made to make. <laughs> but and now unmade. You just know. <laughs> you just fucking know that everybody at, at Rocksteady must be fucking pissed because it's like they killed our Superman game and made us make fucking this. We've been making this for like eight years. And their founders are gone and God knows how and much talent are gone. they bled the whole time. And now, and now at the finish line, the executives came in and are drunk and are like, I don't know about this. People said they didn't want another one of these. Can you change every single thing about the game in six months? You'd think this would have happened when they released Gossip Knights. But I guess that wasn't close enough. Oh for no, the, that, for executives. That, was, that was their doomed project, not our doomed <laughs> project on the same scale. <laughs> their foolish, inherently doomed project versus our brilliant sure to succeed masterwork. <laughs> Show them the light levels. Why do they hate it? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but did you show them the battle pass? <laughs> People love battle passes. Why are they upset? Fortnite has one of these and they love Fortnite. Don't understand. Did you tell them that there will be DLC that adds other entire characters somehow? Why are they so goddamn mad? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I, I'm glad that I'm glad the, the only the good thing part about this is that this means if fucking a WB executive is noticing this, executives all over the industry are hopefully going, maybe we shouldn't make any more of these. Yeah, you would have to hope that after um, every single one has failed. Yeah, I hope there are two effects. Okay, one, the games as a service out. Two, spending too much on a comic book IP thing because it's Marvel mm -hmm. is also out. As everyone goes, no, those can fail too. What the fuck have we all been doing? <laughs> yeah, they. <laughs> it's it's really fucked up because this to me it seems like the only way marvel will let a cheaper game with their ip come out is if it's nintendo shielded like marvel's ultimate alliance 3 was years ago right or a mobile game otherwise it must look like the most expensive shit and that sucks there's important there's an important middle ground of game that you could explore in an interesting manner say like an XCOM that was financially solvent <laughs> It, it really feels like Insomniac broke the minds of so many people, including Jim Ryan, seemingly, where it's like everybody forgot that, no, most licensed games are bad and do badly. Yeah, because people are pretty conditioned to that fact at this point. Like, like, like Arkham and Spider-Man, like, did the did the fucking Predator handshake and confused everybody. I'm trying to think of like if that really had that much of an impact on Jim Ryan because when you look at Sony's output, Wolverine's the only additional. Yeah, Marvel but when game. you look at like the marketing deals they go get, it's like all licensed shit. It's like they had they got they got they hopped on that Avengers thing. They did. They yeah. hopped on the Guardians, the Galaxy thing. They hopped on Hogwarts. They hopped on Suicide Squad. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they did. They did hop on the. Well, I mean, some of those can be written off as uh, so Sony at the launch of the PS5 started making money deals years in advance that were just viciously robbing their competitor of anyone realizing a game, what any game was <laughs> on their platform, which Microsoft does not need help with. Thank you, Jim Ryan. <laughs> yeah, People they have Game Pass. That does it for them. Yeah, people can already look over there and see Microsoft has no games on their platform that are a reason for you to buy their platform. God, I just remembered that other thing about we offered the uh, PlayStation to put Call of Duty onto their Game Pass thing. Yeah, the PlayStation Plus Plus. Yeah, why? Why don't why, they take it? Why would they? Why would they want that? They make infinitely more money because things actually sell on their platform. I know, right? right? It's like you're just destroying your own sales. Why do you do it? I'm like guys, why would you just decimate? What Sony gets thirty percent thereabout mm -hmm. on Call of I Duty. I think it's seven dollars per game sale. That would that, thirty. That would come out to fifteen percent. I'm pretty sure their their numbers higher than that. But let's let's say it's twenty. I'll meet you halfway because I'm pretty sure it's thirty. But let's say it's twenty. Let's pretend. If that's the case, right? To get twenty percent, we're talking something like. That's like $12 a copy. And how many copies do they sell a fucking Call of Duty a year? Yeah. That's a like, lot of fucking money. That's like 300, 400 mil, depending on what the percentage is. And it's like, do you, don't you want to put it on sell more than that. PlayStation like, Plus, Call Plus of Duty for free? on PlayStation is probably 10 million. Well, I was saying if they sell 20 million copies and they're 60 to 70 dollars each, mm -hmm. but whatever, if they sell 20 million copies and Sony's making $12 each, Right. So that's 240 million, right? Right. Yeah. So that's that's a lot of fucking money. Yeah. And that's a conservative estimate because once again, there's $70 games now and I think it's closer to 30%. Uh that that would make it $21 a game and Jesus Christ. But yeah, no. Why why would they mulch all that to put it on a fucking subscription they're doing just fine selling by itself? Right. Yeah. That was insane. Anyways, I think it, that's it for news. I guess. Yep, that's everything. Yeah, unless something hit while we were doing this. I don't think so. I uh, hope not. Oh, right? wait, wait, there's one more thing I want to talk about. Uh, okay. We got a little bit more East X info or East 10. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got a bunch Nordics. of stuff about the, uh, yeah, about the second character named uh, Kar Havarta. She's like a cool Viking girl Ooh. who uses an axe. Apparent the way they describe that you control both at once mode is that it's you can't move very much, but both characters will attack at once so you can beat the shit out of something. Oh, that's neat. Uh, the description specifically is uh, in combination mode, you fight as both Adel and Karha at the same time. Uh, you can switch from solo mode to combination mode by pressing a dedicated button. While combination mode, allow mode allows you to deal more damage thanks to the many simultaneously attacks you can unleash, standard movement and dash speed are significantly reduced. So it sounds like that you use whatever break system the game will have, because all of them have some kind of break system. Use that to knock the enemies down and then go into that and beat the shit out of them. I sure hope they fucking move the UI by the time the game comes out, because it's still right there in the fucking middle of the screen. Oh, that's weird. Actually, didn't see any picture of that one. Oh, fucking excuse yeah, me. Like, I don't know why. Just, just move it up to the top. Yeah, what the fuck are you? What are you doing? 
What the hell are you doing? One moment. Let me let me at least through throw this up so people watching can see. Um that is just the middle right basically of the fucking screen. Yeah, those take a good bit of space. That's <laughs> like floating there. All right. That's weird. Okay, anyways, that's it for news. Uh tomorrow Tomorrow is March 10th, and you know what that means. It's, in fact, Mario Day. Wahoo. Bing, bing. Wahoo. Bob and I will be playing a lot of Mario games. 2D Mario games. You can look at them here. I am just as surprised as you are. <laughs> uh I am really excited for this. We really do not get to play retro games all that often. And more importantly, well, we play retro games. We don't play retro we don't games. Play you know, we don't play video games. <laughs> Only oh no, the most Dan's retro. Dan's becoming one of those YouTubers that nothing that isn't 16 bit or lower is retro. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't say the PS2 is retro, Bob. <laughs> I just played it when I was 16. <laughs> played it when I was 13. I know. <laughs> But it's not retro, anyways. Not retro. Anyways, <laughs> uh, we're gonna be playing Super Mario Bros. One through three, Super Mario World, Mario Land one and two. We're going to beat them. We're not going to use pipes or warps. Well, we're gonna use pipes. Yeah, we're gonna we're use not pipes. Gonna, we're not on. gonna use warps. <laughs> we're not gonna use pipes. Oh, wow. in, we're not gonna use pipes in the sub zone or subspace. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not gonna Mario two warp. You're not gonna. You're not gonna Mario three. Use the flute, then use the flute to instantly get to the final world. That yeah. is correct. Yeah. We will not be doing that. This will be possibly the only time I've ever not done that. Yeah, I've beaten these games. I don't think I've ever done it without warping. Like that's crazy. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think I have. I, I. I know. I must have beaten the original Super Mario Brothers without warps at least once because that game isn't that long. I hope Are you I going don't. To Super Mario <laughs> Land think... two. Use the bubble to skip all the tree levels. I am not going to take that off the table yet. <laughs> I don't think I have ever just be like, I'm going to play every level of Super Mario Bros. 3. Uh, I think we I've played through every world of Super Mario Bros. 3. But I don't remember it because it was so long ago. Like, yeah. I remember pieces. With 3, you don't have to play every stage in every world. Like, just the, no. you can just walk through no, yeah. certain things. So... I we, assume we, we aren't going to try and yeah, do that. We're not going to win. I've never even visited every world is what uh, I mean. Like, that's I've never crazy. I, told, I, totally I didn't have. skip at least one level, like one world. Mm -hmm. uh, the, let me tell you right now, the scariest part of this marathon to me, I don't know about Bob, but to me is Mario 2. Yeah, knowing the, the, what you told you get, me. You get two continues. Yeah. And I, I know I beat that as a kid, but I almost certainly used warps. Yeah, I warped and beat it as a kid, and then I beat it on the Game Boy Advance version where you could save. <laughs> all right, in chat. Mario 2 Lost Love? <laughs> uh, all of us, we should all, let's all, everybody lower your head in thanks to Howard Phillips for saving us, saving Americans from ever having to play the fucking Lost Levels. You should get that man printed out on a fucking flag and play the I'm a real American song as he blows in the wind. No, nobody. If they, I can't. Mario might not be a successful IP if they had shipped that. Oh, yeah. 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 Howard Phillips is such a fucking Chad. God bless him for doing that. Because, you know, countless people in his position would have said shit <laughs> out of fear. Yeah.
Because he's just a guy who works at the U.S. warehouse and does playtesting and gives feedback. But there's a level of feedback that tacitly you're not supposed to give. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's so rare to go to your boss and be like, this game sucks shit is too fucking hard and Americans will hate it. Yep. And it's even more wild. They went, oh, should, should we turn this Doki Doki Panic game into Mario? Meanwhile, Yuji Naka would have been on a speedboat to America. <laughs> <laughs> with a gun yes <laughs> oh man yeah super mario bros 2 is is really good right the real one because at this point i i'm tired of tolerating people being like well that's not really super mario but no it's doggy doggy panic no this is real super mario <laughs> super Bro mario bros 2 is so fucking cool i love so much about that game and it added so many great things to the to the Mario canon, mm -hmm. like fucking Shy Guys mm -hmm. and Birdo. Yeah. yeah. We finally got into Mario Kart 8. <laughs> Two was the one I played growing up. So when the nostalgia wave hit in the in the 2000s, it was all this shit from three that I didn't play as a kid. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is all this nonsense? <laughs> but here, here's how you know two's great, okay? What's the Mario level they added to Smash Bros and Melee? That's right, motherfucker. It's two. Real two. <laughs> that you know, I I need to beat the NES version of Super Mario Brothers 2. I've never done that. I've only beaten the uh All-Stars version. Yeah, which uh the Game I, Boy Advance version. I didn't, know, version, I didn't I, own the uh, I didn't own the NES version too. The Game Boy Advance version is pretty similar to the All-Stars version, so I've never beaten All-Stars, but I have totally beaten the Game Boy Advance version because they had voice clips. That way Toad goes, ah! <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure i beat that version too i always hated the way that all-stars looked for like all of those games yeah like, it just didn't look right for me it was like a game feel thing because even though i was a fucking child it felt off so i just always stuck in my nes cartridges if i wanted to play those yeah mario's really cool did you, hey did you guys know mario's cool i'm not sure if you knew Mar mario is a pretty important game and people care and like the fucking constellations aligned and Mario March 10th landed on a Friday. Right. So this feels like this was meant to be. In case there's any confusion there, those aren't edited <laughs> those, by, by Justice, Justice Egg. Egg we, yeah. we actually have the costumes. That is real. In fact, Bob, can you can you grab the hat? I got go. Here we go. Little preview. <laughs> I like that the headphones are in between two. Sure, I'll wear it with a with the fucking so you know how VR can leave a mark on your head? <laughs> yeah. Uh this hat is way worse than VR is. Yeah, yeah, that hat does not fit. My down. my head is massive. Bob would have an easier time wearing two hats than I would having wearing this one. So if you look at my forehead tomorrow and it's all sorts of fucked up, that's why. And yes, this was the plan for the mustache all along. <laughs> that's why we entered the mustache arc anyways that's enough talking about mario 2 and how much better it is than lost levels hey dr agar what do you got going on in the next week uh now that i'm done with the tama card i think i finally get to play octopath traveler 2 nice. hooray i'm out of prison <laughs> in game and out amazing uh, all right ac already chose your main character is prison man that's that's good frame one <laughs> Uh, Chris, what do you got going on in the next week? Uh, I'm going to stream Saints Row, the original. At least it's Saints Row. It's not that other game. 
after that, I don't, I don't fucking know what I'm gonna do. It's been so long. I can't wait to play games on stream that have music. <laughs> <laughs> music, I can do music. I'm allowed to listen to. Right? Yeah. God, man. Yeah, it's one disadvantage to all those GTA style games. Just like, please have some sort of soundtrack that's not licensed. Nope. They have a. They usually have a classical station, but I'm like, can you can you give me something else? Yeah, I thought he was gonna say Agents of Mayhem. I'm like, oh, thank God. We haven't hit that a... goal yet. <laughs> okay, you know and what I, to do. <laughs> and I have a sneaking suspicion we won't, because nobody actually gives a shit about Agents of Mayhem. <laughs> huh. Fair. That's weird. If we don't hit it, I'll probably do one stream where I play a bunch of it. I'm like, so now we all know what it is. And now we all know, don't eat the purple mushroom. It is poisonous. That's it. That was a big thing. You, good job, viewer. You made it to the end. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>Thank you very much for listening to this episode of big think dimension this was possible because of you that's money to buy the double down over at patreon.com slash gb podcast where you can honestly get an absolutely downright disgusting amount of content for only five dollars a month and get access to isolation 119 the movie not not the board game <laughs>